They call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the greedy man. Got many clients. Come from miles around. What's up, what's up, what's up, motherfuckers? Happy Saturday. Yeah. I got medicine. It's nice and cool outside. It's a beautiful morning here in North Little Rock, Arkansas. It's about 70 degrees. The fog is lifted. The sun is shining. And it's beautiful. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And today, my guest is the motherfucker that gave me the name That Motherfucker. Oddly enough. Old friend of the show, motherfucking B. Rob. Yay! <laughs> Man, we were supposed to meet up. This is what happened. This is what happened. And you're going to hear about this in the episode, too. So, just so you know. We were going to meet up with Ray and the Naked Poach. The Naked Poach Podcast! And um, they had some shit come up. And they, you know, it, it is what it is. Man, fucking, sometimes family is more important. And I understand that. So, <laughs> we give him a little bit of shit, but... This was supposed to be a multi-gathering of the masses, the Motherfuckers Unite podcast, and uh, yeah, it ended up kind of falling out. So me and Rob hung out. We talk about all kinds of shit, the usual suspects, fucking military, wrestling, jagging off, taking a shit. You know, I think if you get the motherfucker count going in this one, it's going to be somewhere in the thousands. So, you guys... Fucking sit back and listen to me and this dude rambling, talk shits and nothingness for a couple hours. God damn it. We talk and talk and talk and talk. But it goes all over the place. So you guys fucking get you some and I will I'll catch you on the motherfucking other end. Is that cool? Can you dig it? Huh? Huh? You got love troubles. You got a bad woman you can't control. I got just the thing for you. Something called controlling hearts and get together drops. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, try my Easy Life Rub or put some of my Balls Fix Jazz in your breakfast. Try a little bit of. Yeah. You don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so deaf. What? What? 
Uh-oh. Young blood. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bone crusher. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt him, Luda. Let's go. Four years strong, got plenty haters really wishing I ain't last this long. And please don't get it twisted, I ain't Hollywood yet. I just jumped in that movie to get a big ass check. So fool, break yourself. That's the phrase that pays. I'm about to open my own shop, AKs and Chevrolet. I just bought 20 acres and I'm still in the hood. They like, damn, Lover Lover doing pretty damn good. When it comes to this paper, I don't slack to get it. But call me lazy cause my friends got fucking song, man. <laughs> Little John and the East Side Boys. I think one of the first times I ever heard Pitbull was on a damn remix. Did you hear that? Way back when? Uh, uh, the first time I heard uh, Pitbull was on uh, one of those Little John compilation albums. Yeah? I, I don't think it was... Uh, it might have been the one before Crunk Juice. Was that... Uh... It was mm. probably just the one title, Little John and the Eastside Boys. Just that, with him and the Rebel Flags? I think so. I think so, yeah. And they're standing there. Was it in yeah. black and white? No, it was in color. Definitely it was in color. Because they had a whole, um, I think it was the Source magazine, a vibe. It was one of those rap magazines. They did a, um, a pictorial with a lot of um, southern rappers holding the Rebel Flag. It was like Little John... Uh, I think a ball MJG, uh, you know some southern motherfuckers. I forget. D ball and Juicy J, a ball and MJG, Young Buck. We don't give a fuck. We bust represent Miss Tennessee. Drink a whole lot of Hennessy. Why? Because I got a little hair on my chest. Mm-hmm. Ha The most known unknowns. Yep. That was a good ass album. That was like right when I graduated high school. I didn't get into Three Six Mafia real big until I heard that album, and then I heard that intro with all them songs together, and I was like, "Well, now I got to go balls deep on some Three Six Mafia." And I got the most known hits. I got some, uh, you know, I had heard them here and there, but I never like sat down and listened to a whole fucking Three Six Mafia CD. Yeah, it was like. Um Back in the day, to me, it was just repetitive. You know, it was the mm -hmm. same cadence. It's kind of like how this some of this rap is now. It's just like the same cadence of rap and everything. But with Three Six Mafia, it was kind of the same thing: dark beats with a lot of bass and it's, it's kind of like how it is now. Just, I just sound like a new age rap just then. <laughs> you know, I don't know because they um they did they were really. Big on the repetitive hooks. That was yeah. definitely a thing. Slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. Check in with me and do your job. And then that fucking ba that bass line, that, that digital shit would hit. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Some of them I didn't like though. Like there's one I'm trying to think of right now that I just I can't stand. I think it's tear the club up. Like there's one particular yeah. song that has a weird background electronic noise that happens, and every time I hear it, I'm like, Ugh. I hate it. Gangsta Boo was was a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to enjoy her. Where them dollars at? Gangsta Boo. That. There were razor <laughs> in my mouth, straight slicing your shit. I be the best that make you. 
Fellas hate these ass and tears. <laughs> 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 Fucking rap music. Whatever. So stupid. I got my serious podcast out of the way this morning. Well, this afternoon, like 1 o'clock. And this dude, he's a comic. And uh, he's a little more blue. A little more my speed, you know? And we were talking. And we got into, like, racial stuff. Because, dude, it's real bad here. Do you do you hear a lot of shit down there in Texas? Or is it usually pretty mellow? Maybe it's just because I'm white and people think it's okay to say the kind of shit that I hear. I don't know. But... I'm in my own world, man. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I don't do none of that shit. I don't follow no, like, media outlets on social media. You know, I mean, whatever news I do come across, I mean, it might be from a retweet or somebody might post a clip on Facebook. You know, I find out about it then and, and, you know, I'll go do some research if if I'm interested. But most of the time, I just stay away from the news, man. I, I don't got time for that shit. Make people depressed. Dude, it hurts my feelings. That Las Vegas shit was pretty bad. Oh yeah, that was, that was shitty. I um, it's weird because you don't get to hear gunfire like that a lot. You know what I mean? Like you heard that shit, I'm sure, at some point. Like, I can't imagine. Like, just it's fish in a barrel at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude could have just thrown fucking peas at the ground would have hit people it wouldn't have mattered so i mean he was just unloading and uh damn that's fucking crazy i was talking to my in-laws the other day they're older and kind of heavy set and they said they were talking about it and my father-in-law made the point he was like well you know if we'd have been at that concert we'd have been fucked <laughs> he said I was talking with Ray, man, and I was just like, this happened a week after he went to fucking Vegas. I was like, see, you can't go back to Vegas no more. (laughs) One fucking week. I thought about that. I didn't connect the dots. It's weird until I listened to, I guess, was it the episode that he did with, uh, was it Daryl, I guess? Or was it one of the, anyway, they had just gotten back and they had been back for a week, but you know, like the show's a week, you know, how the, the space is there. So it was like one of those things that I didn't realize it until I listened to it. I was like, oh yeah, they were just fucking there. Yeah. I, I, like the day I heard about what happened out there, I texted him. I was like, dog, you can't go back to Vegas no more. <laughs> I've never, you've been to Las Vegas, right? I've been to Las Vegas three or four times. And every time I went, I was a minor. So I never been as an adult to enjoy it. Yeah. You've been to casino and shit, though, right? Like, is it... Yeah, I mean, there's casinos in my hometown, so... That's, I guess, what my main point would be about it. Like, is it worth going down there and just seeing... Because I know everything is more expensive, right? And I'm kind of a cheap ass. Like, I don't play that shit. I don't like paying $12 for a fucking cheeseburger and shit like that. It's, It's crazy. I ain't never had disposable income like that. So, just the idea of it is crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, as a kid, when I went, it was fun because, I mean, we weren't there going to casinos. We was going to, like, the fucking wet and wild water parks and, you know, doing kid shit or whatever. I mean, but just the sight and the atmosphere of it is pretty damn awesome. I mean, you get to see a lot of cool shit. I mean, there's a lot of shows and stuff you can go see in Vegas. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be primarily just to gamble. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? Nah. Does that sound in any way like something you would enjoy doing? I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, right. That's how I feel about it. I wouldn't put money into buying a ticket or saving yeah. up for gas to just, make a drive or a journey <laughs> to go do that shit. But I'm just, say I happen to I drive going, by, yeah, I was going that way. <laughs> oh, Grand Canyon is a couple miles this way. I would probably do it then, but I wouldn't make a event out of it. I feel weird because it's almost like being in America. And that being like a national treasure, you're supposed to want to go see that. But I really have no desire to go to the Grand Canyon. Now, I like outdoorsy shit. So I would like to see the Redwood Forest and maybe some of the like Yosemite National Park. That'd be pretty sweet just to drive around and just look at nature, some cliff facings and shit. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind going to Mount Rushmore. I would. I would want to. I will, that's something I would want to see in person. But it's the same thing as the Grand Canyon shit. I mean, I wouldn't make a planned trip to go see that shit <laughs> see mount rushmore i think would piss me off because it's literally just a piece of mountain where these dudes was carving faces out and like you know you remember the first time you ever went to like a wwf and maybe it didn't shock you as much as it did me but like i only watch wrestling on tv forever and then i went to my first wrestling show at like the arena so to see it with your own two eyes, it's kind of funny just to see how big it looks on TV versus what it really looks like when you're standing there looking at it, you know? Like, the ring's the same size. It's just like a football game. Like, football game on a big-ass TV looks crazy, but when you get there, it's the same 100-yard field. It's just a little bit wider, maybe, but it's the everything else around it that is bigger, like the stadium itself. Well, see, see on t- wrestling on TV is the opposite in person. Because when you look at wrestling on TV, the ring looks gigantic. That's looks what I'm. That's what I mean. It's like it's weird the first time you go. So I'm saying, like, would it be that kind of a shock to see? Like, I saw a picture of the Grand Canyon, and then you get there, you get out of your car, and you walk up to like the little plate that's like, "This is Bob's fucking canyon of the this thing here, Grand Canyon. Check this shit out." And you're standing there looking at it, and it's just like, that's cool. I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> you know, it's just it's weird. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like I was saying, you go to you watch wrestling on TV. The ring is like a thousand feet wide and, <laughs> and yeah. everything. And then you go to a live show, <laughs> that ring small as shit. And then when I was saying like the opposite, you looking at those wrestlers in that big ass ring on TV, and they look small. Mm. But you get there, the ring is small, and the wrestlers are big. <laughs> See. I think I've only ever seen like three people that are even close to seven foot tall. One of them is a basketball player from around here. He owns uh, Corky's. I don't know. Do y'all have Corky's? Is that a, a nationwide thing or is that just here? It's like a barbecue joint. It's probably there. Okay. Well, he owns two of them. His name's Joe Klein. He played for the Razorbacks and he played for the Celtics, I think, for a while. But he's like seven foot tall. He's like a big ass white dude. So he sticks out when you see him. Just he's a giant man, and it's like whoa. And he'll walk through like they got this big open bar in that restaurant where I don't know, probably like a fifteen foot high ceiling with those ceiling fans on like a long ass pole that comes down and they dangle, you know, kind of over your head. All the waitresses got to get a chair to get up there and pull them strings and shit. And this dude will just walk around and reach up and. It's pretty crazy to see, but he's just a mountain of a man. I mean, I'm six foot tall, and this dude made me look like like a child standing next to him. I was like, damn. 
you a big old too. <laughs> yeah. I just working at uh, some of these federal buildings or whatever, um, we had to walk through metal detectors and shit. And then, you know, every handful of people that come in there, I might get like maybe one or two people that come in in a day that damn had to crouch down and go through the metal detector because they're going to bump their head on the, t- on the crossbar. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, you just tall motherfucker. <laughs> That's got to be nuts because I hit my head on stuff a lot, but I'm like right at six foot. I hit the top like right here like on door frames and like steel beams when i was a bug guy i walked into like air conditioners a lot like window units i walked into a pull-up bar one time i hit my head a lot i might have some cte rob (laughs) i may have given myself a motherfucking concussion once or twice the pull-up bar was probably the worst one ever bro Because it was like somebody had fashioned a fucking pull-up bar on the door frame. So they took like a weight bar and chopped it like into a third maybe. And then took that piece and then secured it to the wall with like these little O-ring receiver mount things, you know. And what it was is it was a step like just a like an inch step down as you went into the room, you know. Ding. Motherfucking pizza's done, bitch. Tostino's pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Ah! (laughs) But no, I fucking walked in, and, you know, when you're a bug guy, you look down because you're spraying baseboards. So that's why I walked into shit so much because you're just looking down the whole time. And uh, yeah, dude, I walked right into that fucking bar, and it hit me right across the top of my head. And uh, you ever see stars, like legit little flashes, little flickers in front of your face you hit your fucking head so hard <laughs> i did that one time in life and then it was of my own doing i shouldn't have been you know where i was i was at a hotel and i don't i don't know what it was maybe it was the marine in me we always had to pick up trash and shit but damn i'm walking out of the hotel room down the hallway going out the side exit of the building and usually when you hit the side exit, that's where the you know the stairwell is. That's where the stairs come down. So I had this empty Gatorade bottle in my hand and had a trash can. So I chucked the Gatorade bottle at the trash can. Completely missed. That's why I joined the military and didn't play sports. Oh, shit. And damn, um, I was like, oh, fuck. So I go under the stairs to get the bottle so I can throw it in the trash. And then when I go, I duck down under the stairs, grab the bottle, come up. Well, bow! Top of my head. Bottom of the stairs. Worst feeling I ever felt in my whole life. You know, just being hit in the head that damn hard. You know, and it wasn't by even another human being. It was a goddamn, some concrete stairs. Yeah. The the lights just went dark for a Mm -hmm. second. And then those little stars was just like, ping, 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 ping. (laughs) Fuck! It's, it's real bad. Yeah, yeah. Like I fucking, I had that canister, that metal shit, and little bug sprayer thing, and I walked into that and I dropped that shit. I just said, "Wham!" Drop. I felt my neck, like my spine, compress. I think a notch when I fucking did that shit. Like it hurt real bad. All I could do was like drop the shit and then grab my head and just start going. Ah! <laughs> I, I, I. I it was like one of those old school whippings, you know, where you get hit so hard, you damn can't scream. It's just like, 
where I get the wind knocked out of you. I remember one time. Now, my grandma, she was a pro at whipping ass. And uh, we had these punk-ass cousins that came to live with us. They were just smart mouths. And uh, one of the only fights I ever got into in my own house was with the oldest one. He fucking was yelling at my grandma. And I got mad because I used to get knocked around for that. And she couldn't do that, but she could spank him. You know what I'm saying? So, this dude's fucking cussing her out and shit. And I was just like, nah. I remember... The last time we fucking had it out, I fucking, I had to get physical with him. And that, you ever smack the shit out of somebody, Rob? Like, you ever just really, like, give give somebody one right across the face? Like, open hand slap? Like a pimp's, like, just, motherfucker, he had on glasses. And I smacked him so fucking hard that his glasses flew across the room. Just whip it. And uh, then, I, I, say i never open hand slapped anybody i could i didn't want to hit him i didn't want to hit him first like i just i was worried i didn't know what was going to happen and so i smacked shit out of him then he swung on me and then we had just a little little fisticuff it was all right yeah cuff that fist should have given him the old one too Give him the steep. Shut up. You fucking stand here with your goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing you ain't gonna do, it's yell in my motherfucking house. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Can't do Stone Cold. Hmm? <laughs> I was acting cold. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think the reason that Steve Austin and The Rock were so similar is because they talk very similar. It's just different. It's a different um, content. But their cadence is very similar. It's it's the tones, you know. I've noticed that with like, you sit in like slick country. So he's like, if there's one thing that's gonna happen tonight, Vince McMahon is gonna get his ass whipped. You no know, shit like that. And then the Rock is like, you talk about your fucking thing, and you come down here, and I'm gonna lay the smack down. Like it's it's funny because when you break it down, I think that's why they both had like a very similar cadence. And they're around the same time, so I think it like passed. I think because Steve Austin was so popular, that little back and forth, and then their shit was great. I loved it. The whole Intercontinental title and throwing his shit. Here's your goddamn beeper. I'm gonna get you a snorkel. <laughs> yeah, man, see, you got a better wrestling memory than I do, because like I remember that stuff. I remember the occurrences and what was happening, but I can't remember words. And- I'm watching the the Attitude Era over right now, so I'm kind of I'm on it right at the moment, so that's why it's fresh. Like I'm, I think like three months after WrestleMania 14 right now. Oh, okay. So like Steve Austin's the champ, and Mick Foley is just about to retire the Dude Love gimmick. Um, Shawn Michaels is gone. DX is like new DX with X Pac and the fucking New Age Outlaws. Your ass is grass, and I'm going to smoke it. It's so good. I love it. Oh, you didn't know? (laughs) Your ass better call somebody. You damn right. I remember one time, I forget who he was uh, getting into it with, uh, Road Dog. Um, And it was on live TV, because Raw was live. Yeah. I can remember being a young gentleman, and uh, he was talking to somebody, and it was like he was setting up for a tag team match. He was like, "You know what? 
you two pussies. And I was like, what? Oh, uh, he said pussies on TV. <laughs> Dude, I sent you that shit where uh, Jerry Lawler called Goldust a faggot. That was crazy. He called him a faggot. And he called his his daughter uh, a whore or something like that. Said everybody gets a turn like a doorknob or some shit. <laughs> They got away with a lot more shit back in the day, dude. <laughs> it's so crazy to think about, like, the kind of shit that they let them get away with. Like, it's fixing to get into that part, too. Like, I'm just now breaking the seal on the Attitude Era. Like, Val Venus just is getting situated, and Edge is coming. Like, they're running his promos right now. Yeah. Uh, LOD 2000 withdraws. So, no. it's... Yeah, it's it's good shit, man. I love it. I don't know why you saw always. I guess it was because of his gimmick or whatever. I used to always call him Pal Penis. <laughs> Pal Penis. It was a funny gimmick, man. I think that obviously they didn't put a lot of thought into it. They were just like, make him a porn star. Yeah, I think I like the Godfather gimmick better. Like of that, you know, moment in time. I think that was a better deal. Yeah. That was all good of shit the, with all them asses and titty meats that he would come down. Yeah, it's the full train. He was saying, roll that blunt up. Roll, smoke a fatty for that pimp daddy. Pimping ain't easy. Yeah, he said that at his um, Hall of Fame acceptance. That's how he closed out his speech. <laughs> when my kid first started laughing, that was a way that I would get him to laugh. Is I would just look at him and I would go, come get on the and he would start fucking giggling. He loved that shit. <laughs> Got your kid laughing at holes. Hey, my my boy, he takes a Ric Flair chop and he yells when he does it. <laughs> the problem is, is I need both of my hands to do it. So I need to get my wife to like videotape me doing it one day. But like, I take him on the couch, right, and I give him a like a collar tie, and I throw him against the fucking cushions. And then I wind up and I smack my thigh and I just bam and woo and he'll fall back into the couch. He's like he's not even two yet. He'll be two next month. <laughs> it's my favorite. He takes a scoop slam very well. Standard body slam. It's good. Yeah, man, you gotta uh, get those uh, training training skills in early so he already know what to do. He's learning how to counter my uh, my rock bottoms with a. Uh, Swinging DDT. It's nice. I practice my baby jujitsu on his ass. You know, sometimes the baby don't want to sleep and he'll uh he'll fiddle and fondle and fuck around. You know, they just I don't know if your kids did that, if that was part of the deal or if he's just an asshole, but like he'll sit there and he'll literally just fidget and he'll go to try to get up. So what I'll do is I'll try to guess like this arm this leg and i'll like pull the, his knee like when he puts his weight on his knee to push up to get up i'll just pull his knee out from under him and he'll fall back down and you just sit there and kind of jujitsu his ass for a minute then he'll get all pissed yeah. then he'll pass out daddy wins fatality <laughs> <laughs> i mean where, where ray punk ass it hmm he got me all excited. Then you gonna talk about we had a we we have a motherfucking fire. 
He knew he knew that shit beforehand. He was just trying to damn hype everybody up and shit. That's what I said. I said, how the fuck did you just find out about some shit you doing at nine o'clock? Uh oh. It's the baby. He heard you talking about them flare chops. Damn, that didn't sound good, did it? <laughs> I'm the only one that really puts him to sleep, you know? So sometimes it's a pain in the ass. Gonna wrap that blanket around his face. You know, sleep old. <laughs> See, I have a sleeper hold. It's like I put him, I put his head right here on my arm, you know, and I fucking clench him up a little bit, and then I put his body right here, and I just sit there and rock him, and usually he'll pass the fuck out. That's my move. Yeah. I think every daddy's probably got a sleeper hold of some sort. You got to work on that shit, though. Uh, yeah, I think I think that only. Happened with the, um, I don't know, man. It, it was weird with the older two because, damn, you know, when they were smaller and, you know, when I was training them or whatever, it was just me. So it was like real militant, I would guess. I mean, you know, I held them and everything and, you know, treat them like how you're supposed to treat a baby. But there was a lot of, like, a lot of stuff to where I would make them put themselves in the bed so they wouldn't depend on me to put them in the bed. So, like, if they was on the couch sleeping, I would wake them up and make them go walk to the bed, you know, instead of picking them up and putting them in the bed. That's not bad. See, I've got a buddy, and uh, their baby, I think, is, like, two months older than mine, and he'll go to sleep. Like, when it's bedtime, they'll take his ass in there and be like, hey, man, it's time to go to bed. And you just set him in the crib, you turn on a little nightlight thing, and this dude will go face down, ass up, you know what I'm saying? Just boof. And it's game over. I want to. Yeah. I want to get on that level. Yeah, because that's how it was with the older two. I was just like, um, all right, it's night night, and they just go night night. And they go walk in the room and they get in the little beds. Oh man, fuck you! <laughs> I gotta put this kid to sleep. But with this one, it's uh the the baby. It wasn't you know nothing like that because I mean obviously I got my my wife. And this is her first child, so you know how people are with their first child. You, this is your first child. Yeah. So it's a lot of extra babying and everything to where I'm just kind of like, at a certain point, you know, the baby got to do, start doing things for, for themselves. And it was just like, when at the point to where I was doing it with my older two kids, you know, trying to make them independent. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit longer with this one because, you know, this is her she, first time going yeah, through that. She's fighting you a little more, huh? Yes, Cause, a lot. Because you don't I, know nothing. Yeah, I just let her go with it. I just like go ahead. Don't do. It's too late now. It's it's funny because like in your situation, you've already had what like fifteen kids already. So like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like seventeen or twenty five children. So you're very experienced, Rob. Um, no, um, I get it. And the thing is, is I'm. I'm almost immune to him crying at this point. Like, I hear it, and I react to it. Like, if he falls down or hurts himself, like, I pick him up and I console him. But, like, when he's whining, just walking around the house, I just ignore him. You know? Like, I walk past him. I'm just like, all right, dude. When you get done with all that, and he'll eventually quit, and then we'll sit down and we'll watch TV or we'll play with something. But when he does that to her, she responds. 
you know, picks him up, gives him stuff. What do you want? What do you need? She can't stand to hear him make that noise. And uh, it doesn't cause problems, but it's definitely caused a few arguments. Because I think they feel like because they spend more time, and I totally get this, they spend a lot more time with him. At least my wife spends a lot of time with him. So I think in her mind, she thinks she knows, you know, everything. And she probably knows a lot. But there's some stuff that I do, like putting to bed every night. So I do know how to do some shit maybe better, if not just more knowledgeable because I've experienced it more, right? Yeah. But because I'm not mom, you know, I don't usually get the last word. And sometimes it's annoying when I can tell he's fucking with her. And I'm just like, if you would just ignore him, dude, like, <laughs> just... You just gotta. You you want some earplugs? You want some Beats by Dre? Some big puffy fucking. You want some cotton balls or something to pack in your ear holes? Because he's playing you like a fiddle right now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean I, I did that too. It was just like the young one would be you know just losing that shit, and I'm just like, no 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 no. I'm still on my phone doing whatever the hell else. <laughs> and uh, she's like. God, you know, pissed at me because I'm not irritated like she is or whatever. I'm just like, Psh, okay. I said, you deal with that shit. I ain't going to pay it no mind. It's almost a daily occurrence in my house right now, Rob. It's kind of annoying. Whatever. I don't, um, I tried really hard not to get pissed off about it, but sometimes it hits me the wrong, like, it just hits my ear the wrong way, and I'm just like, bitch. When you said bitch, right? <laughs> I said, I said, bitch. I think I know what I'm doing once in a while. Just maybe. But you don't say that. You just go, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes. Being married is hard. Yeah. Very, very, very. And it's because you love these people, you have to, like, try to tone yourself down when you shouldn't have to. Let's be honest. You should be able to speak freely and say whatever you want to say, but you can't. So you have to learn how to break shit down to people who you can't strangle and you also can't yell at too much because then they won't like you anymore. Yeah, because, like, the way me and you talk, I can't talk like that to my wife. <laughs> should though I try like there's some stuff that maybe I don't say to my wife but it's very little and that was just kind of the deal coming into it like we had to sit down and have some long conversations we both were in weird relationships before she was married I was in that long term with the older lady so it's like we both came with our baggage and I think we both realized kind of what we also didn't do very well in the previous situation. So we tried really hard to focus on that and just not annoy each other. Talk about shit. So it's like, you know, I say crazy shit to people at work. You know, there's a whole bunch of gay shit. That's just how it is. And it's funny because if I were to have my wife show up at work, I'd still talk all that gay shit. Like I tell my wife the kind of shit that I talk <laughs> She knows me, so that's she knows the kind of shit that I say. And I appreciate the fact that she's cool with that, because it really helps. 
I have crazy shit that runs through my brain on a daily drive. Sometimes yeah. it's too much for her. She's just like, all right, then. <laughs> you fucking psycho. And I'm like, what? Just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, I just hit her with the with the puns. That's all. And she'd be like, you stupid. Yeah, you're not funny. I'm very funny. Whatever. I'm hilarious, damn it. <laughs> yeah. You should ask all my friends. I'm the funniest fucking dude. You guys can bite the back of my balls, hey. Uh, I don't know about biting. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I saw a video of a lady tonguing on a ball sack the other day. I thought about sending it to my wife. Just like as a demo. Like, hey, check out what this chick's into. Like, I enjoy these things. Just saying. Like, show a little more effort. She looks happy to be there. She looked like... Paid a couple G's though. <laughs> she looked like a like a six or seven year NFL kicker with like a point eight five like high high percentage walking on the field for a thirty five yarder right down the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like she'd been to the game before, and she enjoyed it. So I was like, you should be a fucking a teacher. <laughs> Bless your heart. I didn't send it to her, though. I pussed out. Maybe that's where the line is. That's probably about it. We don't yeah. talk about porno. Uh, we, we used to, but we don't do it anymore. I can remember, um, you know, what we was talking about the uh, other time that uh, Cody, the little fire stick joint yes. thing. Um,. We got one, you know, a couple months back. And then uh, when they came out from the update, because, you know, I'm supposed to be the electronic guru, so I'm the one that's supposed to hook up all this shit and do all this and all that and everything. Right. But um, she likes movies more than I do. She can sit and watch TV and do movie shit all day and all night if you if she had the time to do it. So the Cody needed to be updated and it wasn't working properly. And I was at work. So she told me about it. And I was like, well, shit, when I get home, I have to fucking deal with this Cody thing. And uh, when I, before I got home, she texted me. She's like, I fixed the Cody. I did it. And I was like, well, goddamn, good for you. You know, I was excited. I was like, yay, I ain't got to worry about that shit no more because she can handle it. <laughs> so then she was like, and we keep the fire stick in the living room because, you know, that's where everybody go to watch movies. So... I get home. She showed me. She was all proud and shit. Look, I did the thing. And look, yeah, see how I do? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, we need to get a fire stick for the for, the, for our room. I was like, why? She's like, I seen some porn stuff on here. <laughs> We're like, uh, we could just use the one we got in there. Fuck these kids. <laughs> well, that's that's what's going on right now. Is The fire stick is in my room now. It's not in the living room anymore. I would probably fucking destroy you as a some no mercy on the in Nintendo 64. I fucking smack you around. And you'll be like, oh, dog, stop fucking kicking my ass so hard. And I'll be like, I really can't, bro. I'm sorry. And just, pow, 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 pow. Show me mercy. you be like, this is no mercy. No, there's none. This is team no pain. <laughs> no mercy in this dojo. Ah. 
I like that uh, those videos they show for like the Raspberry Pi with the video game things and then like you can get no mercy with like all these other downloaded like rosters and crazy shit that people have made and it would be so much fun to play like the old school game which is that stupid roster like 45 more people from like WCW and like ECW <laughs> and like dude it's so fucking crazy <laughs> but Jamaicans like that huh why you keep talking about Jamaicans like that Jamaicans which ones he was like they got this stupid Rasta and Rasta Rasta boy Boombastic that's my dad jokes kicking in. Mr. Lava Lava. Damn, that's a throwback. Something shaggy. He used to be a Marine. Shaggy well, he was? was? Yeah, he still is a Marine. You, you don't never stop being a Marine unless you do some heinous shit. That's true. <laughs> then that's true. excommunicate your ass. <laughs> so, shaggy shag. Shaggy. <laughs> Mr. Lava Lava. Maureen. No shit. Oh, you can, um, I found that out, you know, and everything. And then, um, he did an episode of MTV Cribs and he had a picture of him in his blues on the wall. Is that like a requirement? Are you supposed to hang that picture up in your house? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, j- I don't know. Like, maybe it is. Maybe it's because I think anybody I know that's been in the service has at least one picture of them on the wall, like in their dress shit, you know? I don't. No, not one. Out of one. You, did you get married in your in your suit? Your I'm sorry, yes. like your dress outfit, your your blues. You. Dog, I got married in street clothes. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Good Both job, time. man. It's so crazy to me, man, because you decided to be a marine, and. Uh, God damn it, if you're going to do it, I guess do it do it big, right? Did you just happen to, to pick yeah. that one? Did were, did you have other family that was Marines? Like, why did you pick, like, the roughneck section? Um, yeah, they got, like I said before, I don't know if I said it on here, though. I mean, it's an ass load of us in my family. Um, there's 13 of my father's kids, and there's uh, five of my mama's kids. So, out of that whole stock of us or whatever, yeah, there's plenty of us that was in the military. They had some that was Marines, Navy, Air Force. It, it's Yeah, and I guess that was my point. It's just like, what, did something draw you to the Marine Corps? Or is it just you felt like, was your daddy a Marine? Like, what, where did that I, come from? He was in the Army. And then I thought I was going to join the Army because, you know, some of the relatives that I had more interaction with were um, in the Army. So, when it came time to like when I put my mind to it that I was gonna actually join the military, reason I picked the Marines is because um I think it was my junior year or either my senior year, um a guy that I knew his brother joined the year prior. Uh, he after he graduated he joined the Marine Corps. And then um, when he was finished with training and everything, he had a little bit of recruiter's assistance. So he came back and you know, they did the tour around the school and everything. He showed up in his uniform and, um, you know, being a ignorant civilian at the time, you know, they all had the same questions. You a Marine, dog. You, 
y- y'all crazy, man. Y'all do all this other stupid shit and all this and all that. They teach you how to kill people, huh? Don't don't they do that? So that was me. Yeah. And, and he's like, dog, you know me. I mean, it's just, you know, you have to do some training. They teach you how to do shit. It's just like, it's what it is. Uh-oh. Did you just hear that? Yeah. I forgot to put my motherfucking phone back on silent. So put so put your old records off on the shelf. <laughs> I love that shit. That's my text message tone. Oh, it's Ray and he's talking shit. Yeah, Ray Punk ass. Oh, he thought I was talking to him. Ready. Man, this dude. I'm finna just Skype him anyway. Can you do like that shit rings on my cell phone, but I think your Skype has to be open, huh? What? We like prank calls for people on Skype. I remember that one night y'all did it to me. You just fucking buzzed me and woke me up. Welcome. <laughs> I wonder I don't think I've got anybody really fun in my lineup here. Let me see. You online. But anyway, interrupted me when yeah. you asked me a question to answer. Listen, <laughs> what drew you to, to the Marine Corps, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, like I was saying, yeah, that, that dude, that guy, uh, and he came back. I knew him or whatever. I mean, for many years, and he seemed to have his shit together and it looked cool. So I just went with that. Just picked and, uh, it. Said that's the one. Yep, pretty much. Man, um, I talked with the um, the guy that recruited him, and um, me and him became cool because he liked wrestling too. So I would go to his house to watch wrestling, <laughs> and, and it was and it wasn't like you know, you know, he was just doing the shit just to you know get me to reenlist. I mean, not reenlist to enlist and everything, to, you know, so he could make his quota and all kind of shit like that. We were just really cool. So I signed up, and poof, I was gone. I was at the boot camps getting hazed and shit. <laughs> but not really, because they don't haze people. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes right now. What? What kind of haze? Did you order a code red? What? Did you order a code red? <laughs> <laughs> but the Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, um, what is that? A Few Good Men? Jack Nicholson, and you can't handle the truth. Oh, because they beat that one dude to death. They beat him to death. I think they threw him a blanket party. Death. Death. Beat him to where it was so bad he couldn't hear shit. <laughs> he got beaten to death, ma. It was crazy. <laughs> like the shit Cat Williams was smoking. Death. Fuck. I just went blank. Blank man. Blank man. Random. He See, said, what? I don't want nothing with a nickname. I don't want nothing called Killer. I don't want Salmonella. <laughs> he said, this shit right here is called Death. He's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> death. Like, you can't. <laughs> nah, man. Death. He said, you smoke this, you can't hear shit, man. And I, got, I ain't smoke nothing like that, man. I got to be coherent. <laughs> Dude, it's. Listen. That shit is out there, and I get it every once in a while. Like, you know, some people live like Tony, and people that have the luxury of living in California, they get to go to the weed store, which blows my mind. 
Like, I can't even fathom the idea. A store for the weeds. We still live in a place where I play roulette every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, fortunately, I found somebody who's really good, and it's always it's right on time. You know what I'm saying? And I had to work hard to get a hold of this connection. I've been through a lot. <laughs> been through so many nicknames and parking lots and Dorito bags and fucking Ziploc baggies and people just walking up handing you a handful of weed. Oh my god, I'm so happy that we got that medical bill. I'm going to try to get that card. It's just going to make me so, so happy. Yay! Yay! I get to go to the store! Ah! (laughs) All the weeds. All over the place. It's so crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think it'll give... I've not really had a, a good experience with edibles ever. I think it'd be cool to try it out. Just to get really fucking wasted. Do it. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I gotta wait till it happens. I think my wife, I'm gonna talk her to start making like weed pies or something. Because she used to be a pastry chef. She knows her shit, man. <laughs> she made me oatmeal cream pies the other day. Uh... She made me oatmeal cream pies the other day. I love oatmeal cream pies. She fucking made them. Like, made the cookies. and then I get it, man. You said it like four times. I get the concept of Rob. made. <laughs> no, I don't think you fucking do. I, I don't think that you understand. Because you're probably like, well, she, this bitch made some oatmeal cookies and then made this cream. No. She got like a mimic recipe. And then the cookies, they sat out overnight. And, like, after they got kind of hard from being in the oven, then they soaked in all, like, the, the humidity in the room. And they got all flexible, all squish, just like a real oatmeal cream pie motherfucker. And then she put them shits together. And they were delicious. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <good> for you. <laughs> I told her two years ago to just make me like a stack of them for my birthday. She was like, what kind of cake do you want? And I was like, I just want like, just like a plate and then stack them in layers and make like a pile of oatmeal cream pies. She didn't do that, but she made them for me. Oatmeal cream pie cake. Oatmeal cream pie cake. That sounds wonderful. It does. It should happen. I kind of wish that Ray came on tonight because I got a bone to pick. We could have fucking tag teamed him on this one. I swear to God, if he says one more negative thing about Taco Bell, I'm going to fucking whip his ass. Well, you just talked coming in my ass just now. He did? Yeah. Text message. Oh, it's gross. Gay. <laughs> gay Ray. Gay Ray. It's Ray Guy. Ray Guy music. So... <laughs> It's funny you said earlier you were talking about watching porn uh, on your fire stick. What up? Is that fire stick? I got the fire stick. I know if I can hit once, I can hit twice. Speaking of that as well, on another note, um, I know a dude that um, tried to sell me one up in uh, Best Buy and he gave me his phone number and shit. So I'm trying to get him on the show. His name is uh, Fire Stick Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, is he just going to give like a demo? Like, all right, you need to go to www.papow.flow. Well, 
Well, that that's his hustle, though. I mean, he he he's one of those oh, okay. dudes that uh, you know he set them up and he sell them and he damn um, freaking uh, you make he build computers and do all this other crazy fly shit. So I was gonna get him on the show to kind of promote his little. So he's obviously not gonna give away his hustle over the thing, but he could be like, "Hey, hit me up." I've heard it's all legal too. Isn't that fucking crazy? So say. My wife, like, because we got like. my wife, we got a good friend of mine who's a police officer, and we were at their house recently, and they have a fire stick. We threw on some Sesame Street. It was wonderful because the baby was entertained and distracted. He goes, dude, you guys got to get one of these things. And he said that he actually bought it legit and then broke it, you know, jailbroke it or whatever himself with like a YouTube video. And then you just watch whatever fucking TV you want to watch. You just watch it. It's, I'm watching TV now. Fuck it. <laughs> whatever I want. That's yeah, amazing. I mean, yeah, the fire stick itself is not illegal because, I mean, it's a actual product. But the software or the jailbreaking, as he put it, that you do to it, that's the part that's illegal. <laughs> but is it, though? Like, I feel like they would be making people... Like, you can just call somebody and get a jailbroken fire stick and it ain't shit. Like, you know, Anomaly said the fucking droid box. You can do other shit. Like, I wonder, just is at this point, is it just as easy to ignore the shit? Because I don't hear about anybody getting arrested for fucking fire sticks. But then again, that's not really in my world, so maybe I'm missing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure there is because, I mean... Do they have fire stick busts where they're like, today they confiscated... You know, 3,000 Amazon Fire Sticks from this fucking place, and I haven't heard no shit like that. It's always just drugs and guns. Yeah, I mean, they ain't on that level. But damn, it's just, I mean, when you brought a freaking bootleg off a motherfucker from the streets, I mean, that was damn illegal. It's the same thing. It's just digital now. Do you ever see somebody get arrested for that? got fined but not arrested i uh i had heard now maybe it was one of those early internet rumors you remember when i guess it probably would have been a little after 2000 something happened to where it said that they were actually suing people that had downloaded music and videos and you know bootleggers and shit like that they were actually like following their their digital footprints yeah and they, they were gonna uh <clears throat> what's the word Take people to court, suit, you know, file lawsuits and whatnot. I don't know yeah. if it was legit if people got fucked up. I know that I downloaded a lot of music back in the day, but I didn't download like millions of songs. It was just hundreds. Definitely hundreds. <laughs> no video, though. Just hundreds and hundreds of musics. Musics? <laughs> lots and lots of musics. So I get many, all musics now. So many musics. God damn, I got musics. I got musics that you can't get. There's some music that don't exist on the internet. So if you want it, you gots to go through me. Mm-hmm. Love that shit. Yeah, what was the first thing you ever damn used or, you know, that you discovered that you can download the musics for free? I think it was uh, Napster. I think Napster was the first one. 
I used to. I had this thing. Um, it was called Audio Galaxy. Like I feel like no, yeah, Napster was the first download site, like the first torrent site. There were other things that played music, like a real player and a flash player and shit like that. I remember, but that was just for like putting a CD in. Yeah. What was yours called? The one that you just said. Audio Galaxy. I don't remember that. I remember Napster, and then Kazaa. LimeWire, Morpheus. Like, they were all the same formats. They just changed names a bunch of times. Yeah. That damn um, Morpheus shit, I can never get it to work. Oh, dude, I was fucking so much, so much stuff. Music and comedy and, like, Jerky Boys and Sound Bites and the Stoned on Sesame Street. Did you just call me Kramit? That's one of the funniest fucking things I think I've ever heard in my life. To this day, I still walk around and say just dumb shit that I've heard. <sighs> Welcome to Sensimia Street. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard Stoned on Sesame Street, Rob? Do what? Hmm? Can I play Stoned on Sesame Street for you? Go on here. It's your show. You do what you want. I fucking... I will. That's what I'm going to do. But do it then, motherfucker. I'm about to do it then. Well, do it then. <laughs> I'm going to do it then. Yeah. Well, when you look out the window, hope a pigeon fly by and shit on your face. So stupid. Sense of me street. here and welcome to Sensimia Street. I'd like to tell you what today's letter is, but I am really f***ed up. Hey, hey, Big Bird, do you know what today's letter is? Sure, Kermit. Today's letter is... Joint. Yeah, Big Bird, joint is not a letter. It is a word. Sorry, kids. Today's letter is three. Mm, big bird. Uh, three is a number. <laughs> exactly. The number three, which is how many joints I smoked today. Kermit, are you with me? Mm, God, I'm stoned. Me too. Thank you, Elmo. Um, how about we say our ABCs, Big Bird? Okay. A, A B, C, D, E, B, F, R, G, Q, K, C, R, C, F. I forgot what we were doing, Kramit. Did you just call me Kramit? Yes, I did. Kramit the Frog here. <laughs> okay, okay. That's all the time we have for today. Goodbye, kids. Today's show was brought to you by the uh, letter... Um... Bong. And... And the number... God, you messed up. 
You. The number two. Bye-bye. So that's what I used the first like entities of music downloading for. Shit like that. And music, but that was the, the fun shit. The stuff that I went digging for. Yay. <laughs> Just dumb shit, man. And really weird porno. It was really... That was the wild west of downloading porno back in the day, man. You'd download videos and it would take like all day. Yeah. But like your parents were old, so they didn't know what it meant. There's just numbers on a screen with like download progress and then somebody you do that shit at night. You set it up, turn the screen off, like you turn the power off so the shit would download overnight and then in the middle of the night some asshole would have called your your phone or the printer, the fucking fax machine or fucking something. And the shit would crash. You get up the next day like, Oh damn. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> God damn! I can remember when the freaking uh, internet was a uh, you had to pay by the, um, your usage. Mm. And I fuck around and I I ran up a goddamn twelve hundred dollar uh, bill for fucking internet. You talking about on your phone? No, for the internet. It was pay per use. So usage. you're talking about like AOL back in the day. Like it was like, here's your first hundred minutes for free, motherfucker, and then the rest is on your dime. Yeah, in the beginning, yes. Damn. See, we always used the free discs. That's the only way we had the internet back in the day. And then finally, when like 56K modem came around and you could just get on, it was cheap. What was like $5 a month, something like that, for cheap ass. All that stuff you just did. (laughs) Oh man, fuck 56k internet is so stupid. And like I said, if you were on, somebody answered the phone, it would kick you off. And fuck up your downloads, you wouldn't get to watch your porno. Just some weird 10 second clip of some really hairy pussy some dude just plowing on in it that's ugh, so bad oh jesus lord what was that i don't know i think somebody's online who's online <laughs> i gotta look well shit oh well so yeah old school internet porns you get to see some crazy shit on there that was when the first time you saw like videos like horses banging chicks and shit like that too and people shoving like women sticking whole bowling balls up their ass like yeah I seen the baseball bat bowling Mm -hmm. in nerf football nerf football is a pretty good one that's a good exit it's like a give it's like a punt. It's a cunt punt. Boo. You might, do you ever play Super Mario Brothers Part 2? Yes. Do you remember the boss on most of the levels? The egg shooter bitch that was like, would jump around and be like, bow, and like shoot like an egg across the screen? Yes. It's like that. Mm. <laughs> 
that's what that's like. Wow. But now, just Nerf ball. Right in the numbers. Yeah, I've been, I've been like just putting through the ringer with internet porno. I think I've seen almost everything. I think so. I don't think there's much left. Me, what's everything? Everything? Like, just everything. Like, I think as far as genres go, what we've had the internet since roughly 1999, 2000 at least. And in that time, I think I've seen at least five minutes of every kind of porno you could imagine. Yeah. I would say that. You don't think so? You keep you stay in one lane, couple? Yeah, Ebony. <laughs> mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel you, bro. When I um when I first discovered porn or whatever, you know, it was all kinds of stuff. But as I got older, yeah, I think it was just for the value that it was porn, you know? Just because some things was going into things and stuff was coming out, yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter what it was. But then I got older. I started having. I started refining my taste and shit. <laughs> you got picky. That's what it is. You got greedy. That's what it was. <laughs> I think I, I everybody is. That's what I said. I was talking about watching porn or something the other day, and uh, I know what it was. I've I've gotten real bad lately about watching what's going on in the background. Like on a POV shot, I'll just like look at stuff that's happening and I like see how dirty some bitch's house is. And I'm like, you nasty. You got a pile of dirty clothes back there. You can't even keep your room together, bitch. Shit like that. The other day I saw one. It was this dude's dog was on the couch like looking at him. Like, really? Just you like, met. <laughs> this lady was sucking dude's dick. And then right on the side is this beagle. It was just like, Really? This is fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to see all this. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like, because you know she was like in the kneeling position, so her ass was kind of up a little bit. Yeah. Her yeah. dog came up and started licking her booty. Do you think she would have quit? I don't think she would have. She looked like the type that wouldn't have stopped. She was pretty dirty. Yeah. Mike, he was like, Is this your jerk material? And I was like, No, it's just the first video that popped up. I said, Yeah, you got to watch the first one. And then you start browsing. I'm not a maniac. I don't go with the first thing that pops up. Fucking psycho. What are you talking about? <laughs> Gotta browse. There's way too many categories. Do you remember when I mean, it was just Girls Gone Wild videos? Yeah. If you stayed up uh, late enough, they played the infomercials with some previews. And it would have steel drums, like Jamaican drums. You would hear them shits at like 3 o'clock in the morning on Comedy Central. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, everybody. You like tits? Well, we've got an abundance of tits. <laughs> tits on a plane. Tits on a bus. Hey, everybody. Train. Look at tits underwater. <laughs> We've got big tits. We've got tiny tits. We've even got some chicks that'll pull their ass out of Mardi Gras. 
hey look snoop dog smoking weed in a hummer <laughs> like <laughs> call now and for ten dollars we will send you a video of tits every month and it'll come in discreet packaging and you can just have a box of tits under your bed boom I heard the damn the dude that you know created all that shit that fun, you know the the CEO or whatever he got raped during a home invasion. I think so, and I think he went to prison too. Joe Francis. Funny how you know the names. I remember that one. It's like Rain Man. That's I don't know. That's one of those ones. It's a pretty specific name, and it just came to me. I'm a smart motherfucker sometimes. My percentage isn't very high, but like I got a good retention when it comes to just random shit. Random. random. I was listening to uh, your episode with Turk. Yes. I, I heard a random that came in at kind of a wrong time of a story, and in my mind I said, "Random." Like I didn't yell it. I just was like, "Random," <laughs> because he said "random," and I was just like, "Oh damn!" I haven't made it yeah. all the way through that one yet. I'm like halfway. Yeah, and um, I, I I just stopped doing it because damn, um, a, a lot of the times people be telling they be into the story that they telling, and uh, I want to do it so bad, but I don't want to throw off the story. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time. Say, man, it was just kind of one. I'll be mind. I'll be mind, man. It just be like they be talking it's like, yeah, and this, this random guy came around in my mind. I'm like, random. And they're like, they ended up raping me. It's like random. Fuck. <laughs> or like with with dude it was like i think it was he was talking about like a firefight like an exchange or some shit and he was like and and rockets were coming from random directions and i was just like random <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah see and that's another reason why i just kind of not did it unless it's just me talking i do it but when other people do it i just like eh, i can't can't do it <laughs> i said on my uh my thing today. I gotta stop saying yay in my intro. It sounds like your daughter. <laughs> Been doing that shit too much. I don't want to be a style jacker. And man, it's not copywritten. I know. It's just funny. It's a. I have a lot of nervous shit. Like I say motherfucker a lot. I say different stuff, but it's just filling time. I go yay, but I say yay a lot. So it's. I don't feel weird doing it. I don't fucking know, man. Usually those intros and outros are the weirdest parts, just sitting around talking to a wall. Yeah, same. Um, and and you know, I think we talked about why we do it that way, because, you know, in the midst of an interview, you know, if you're like a person like myself, I don't take notes or anything. I just run my suck. But um, or is even if you do take notes, it's just sometimes you forget to write down that one question. And after the interview's over, it's just like, that's when all the information comes to you. He's like, oh, I forgot to ask about this. Oh, I forgot to say this and yeah. this and this and this and so on and so forth. That's like the worst part about it is when it's over and you remember the shit you wanted to say. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you, have you ever heard of this dude called uh, Trouble Man? I think I might have mentioned him before. He's a dude on uh, Instagram or you know, maybe Facebook or wherever places that you don't even have accounts for. And, um, he been posting like these rap videos with all his guns and shit. Oh shit. No. 
Is he like uh, some crazy asshole or like an internet celebrity guy? What's uh, what's his deal? Well, he's starting to get there. You know, I used to serve with him in the Marine Corps. Oh. So I I did an interview with him. It was kind of like ketchup, not mustard, though. And um, he told me he only had like 30 minutes to an hour to talk. Right. And to and I'm going to talk about this on my show, too. But it was just like I have a weird thing when people tell me they only have like 30 minutes or an hour. Or if they just tell me, period, that they only have a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. I get weird in the interview or whatever because I feel like I'm rushing the whole time trying to save time and shit. Yeah, yeah. It gets rough. I've done a third of what you've done, but I, I've had a couple of those where they're like, we're only going to go for this long. And I'm like, we'll go for longer. I just don't even say shit. I wait till we hit an hour, and I'm just like, hey, it's been an hour. Just to be polite, because I know it gets away from you, man, when you're having a good talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll stand it's an hour, two hours, then your motherfucking wife starts calling, you go, what the fuck are you doing? It's three in the morning, and you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this shit gets yeah. out of hand. Yeah, I, I used to do that. I used to have that really bad. I mean, a lot of the old episodes was like two and a half hours and shit. Now I'm starting to just trim them down to like an hour and a half. Or what? I interrupted you. So you said people, when they say that they're short on time, you get a little more tight and a little off balance with it. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. It's it's not like a nerve thing. It's just like I get, foc- I get fixed on time and everything. And I'm just like, uh, um... What do you think about this? And then everything, because the interview with me and him, it only wind up being like twenty-two minutes or some shit like that. And then I gotta go back and edit and see if I have to cut anything out. So it might be like a twenty-minute interview. So you just have like a little piece to stick somewhere. Bonus yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's what it's gonna have because um, he is a rapper, so I'm gonna throw some of his music on the end. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. I had a good one today. I think uh, he, this motherfucker. I I love his comedy. He's uh, he's very um, like neurotic, like blue, down, Debbie Downer, Louis C.K. You know, kind of that's his brand, and I love it. So we're talking. You know Before you even get into that, yeah. Louis C.K. I know who he is, but I never heard shit of his. No, uh, not the shows, not a stand up. I haven't even heard none of his shit on Sirius Satellite Radio. I haven't heard nothing from this dude at all. And I know that's crazy because he's wildly popular. In Here's the, the thing. Uh, I think you being a dad. Now, I don't know some of the stuff you might not see out of Iowa because he goes out. He goes out on the limb, you know, but he's his old dad. But like dark dad, Bob Saget. Yeah. It's pretty in there, and uh, some of it's so fucking funny, man. He's talking about like having like chewed up nipples. That was the name of one of his specials. He's like, "You're not a woman till you get them long chewed up nipples." <laughs> he said, "I'm not interested in these young girls. I'm an old man." He said, "If I bump into a pussy, I'll fuck it." He said, "But that's about it." Sounds about right. <laughs> it's. He gets uh, kind of a weird thing because he'll get into like really racial shit. You know, he's one of those guys that's he's been on camera and dropped like the hard R a couple times in a joke. 
it's funny, you know, like just he he usually puts it in context and makes it like he's got a bit with Patrice O'Neill. Have you ever heard that where they talk about the origins? Yeah, like um, um, Joe Joe Rogan did that. I think did they play it? It's like they were talking about it. It's like the origins of Kike and the N word. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, do you know where they came up with that from? <laughs> and he just starts spitting at uh, Patrice O'Neill, and then he starts laughing so fucking hard. He was like, "God damn!" <laughs> like when you use it as in you know uh, educational way or, or whatever. I guess. I mean, I don't see a harm in that because um, when I found out Joe Rogan did comedy, I seen one of his first comedy specials, and his joke yeah. was like the three words you can't say. <laughs> yeah, or the three. I, it was the three most powerful words in the English language. Yep, it was what it was a uh, cunt, I love you, and the N word. Yeah, and that was it. And cunt, he was like, cunt used to be domestic violence in a word. <laughs> you say, shut up, cunt, <laughs> and they'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lucy K's got a couple of those jokes. There's one where he talks about deer. And he ends up calling it a cunt in bomb deer, and it's just in context. He builds it really well, and then he hits the punchline, and he's talking about a deer hitting his car. There's so one. I- there's one where he uses it out of context completely, and he says, "I called some kid that the other day," and he says hard R. Like it's he really likes playing with language because he's being funny. Like that's the point. You know, he loves. He's, there's no hate in his heart. He's just being honest. And he knows how to pull a reaction out of somebody. So, you know, he's got one joke where he's like, I called this kid the N-word the other day. And then he was like, what? And then it was like, yeah, it was just this white kid at Starbucks. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. He said, I fucking, he fucking made my coffee. And I, as the way out, I took a drink of it. And I was like, man, that, <laughs> you made the shit out of my coffee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's funny man like I don't know people get weird we talked about it today the the comic dude I uh he tried to hook me into saying something racist and I had to put the brakes on I was like hold on you fuck <laughs> he was so smooth like he was just basically giving me rope you know he was like no I can't even think of anything and I was like Fuck you. I'm not finna say something racist. <laughs> Just to prove a point. I don't think I ever landed on anything. It was talking about, I said, what's okay, what's not okay. I said, I don't think that people should be so on board with saying that shit. I don't even like saying it, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a weird response that you get from most folks. So just leave it alone. I said, Eminem ain't never said that shit on CD. He's got more respect from the black community than I could ever imagine to have. And if Eminem don't say that shit, you can't say that shit. Just shut the fuck up. Quit it. <laughs> All y'all. Bill Maher, you motherfuckers, knock that shit off. So it was the point of, I said, what if I had a food truck? And I called it rape truck. But I made really, really good food. And so I said, what's the level of good food you would be willing to accept it having like a fucked up name versus, you know, like how good it was. 
Like if it's the best food you've ever had in your life. <laughs> you know? And then he was like, that's that's a funny premise. He's like, can you think of any of the food? And I was like... <sighs> I'm sitting here trying to make a point on the fly. And I'm like, I almost have to say something rude. And it's, I don't need that on the internet. That's not okay. <laughs> you fucker. So... That was a lot of fun. I don't know, like with the rape truck, though. I mean, if you had some, uh, I don't know what is. What? I don't know what food you would, would be so good that you would be you would be willing. Because this was the point that I finally came around to, I, and this was, I, I set it up a certain way, and I said that my grandpa, right, my great grandpa, used to fucking. White Castle burgers, you know what I'm saying? He would call them gut bombs, belly bombs. And I said, what if you made like the best little slider burgers with grilled onions and you called them in bombs? Not the word, but you called them in bombs. Like I like in bombs from the, the rape truck. And it was just these little badass little cheeseburgers. Would that be offensive? Or would you be like, that's a good ass cheeseburger? It's the best burger you ever had, you ever put in your mouth. What kind of food do you think would be okay that you could like turn a phrase on and it would be like, I could see that happening. And it just sucks because I think it sucks because with black folks, there's so many more like epithets and it's not fair. Like I tried to think of one for like Mexican people and I'm like, I don't really know a lot of them. Like, and most of the Mexican dudes I've ever hung around with have been cool. You know, like I don't even want to sit here and be rude about it anymore. It's weird. Not like he wanted to. It was just funny. Like, because he was literally, he, he could hear, like, the wheels turning. He was like, this has got all the makings of some fucked up shit. <laughs> and he was giving me just enough rope to kind of hang me. He was like, nah, man, what are you thinking? Like, how, what kind of food would they serve there? And I'm just like, well, I mean, <laughs> it was so fucked up. This racial shit, man, has gotten to a fever pitch with some people. And I don't. I don't subscribe to all the uproar. I think it's just, I think it's there to make us all try to fight and be at each other. You know? It's a distraction tactic. If we're all pissed off, nobody's really paying attention to what's going on. Something's going on. Shit only happens when um something else is uh trying to get, you know, through the cracks or whatever. I mean, how much shit probably went on that people weren't paying attention to during this Vegas shit. Not saying that it was directly tied to some shady shit, but I don't know. You want to hear something crazy? In my neighborhood, not my neighborhood, my city, there was an incident, an officer involved shooting. There's a black dude driving an Uber, Mercedes-Benz, right? In a parking lot was apparently drinking and driving, like sitting there drinking out of a little pint, and either went to pick somebody up at that place or something to that effect. Anyway, pulled up there, took a drink out of a bottle. There was an off-duty police officer there that was working security, right? So she approaches, and she's like, I don't know if she tried to take the bottle or if she told him to put it down or whatever. There was a scuffle that ensued. Okay, lady cop. She fucking tells him to give up the bottle. He doesn't. I think she tries to take it from him and tries to restrain him, like, through the window, because the window's rolled down and shit. He steps on the gas and starts to drive. 
So she jumps in the car like half in, half out, like some diehard shit. Yeah. He goes through a brick, like retention wall, crashes through, and uh, the cop gets thrown out when they hit the wall. But in the midst of all that, she pulled out her fucking pistol and shot the dude in the chest like six times. And, like, that's crazy. It sucks that somebody had to die over that. Everybody was black. I don't know if that makes a difference. You know? Like, the the lady cop was black. The first cop that arrived on the scene was black. And the suspect, well, not suspect, I'm sorry. But the, the dude that got killed was black. Officer involved shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still not good, <laughs> but I didn't see it on the news. News. I saw it on my news here, but I didn't see that shit on Twitter. Yeah. It's like they're only showing you what they want you to see. It's weird, man. I really can't watch it. I get all That's my not- shit from Twitter. Um, wh- wh- why would I show you some good shit? <laughs> it ain't gonna make no headlines. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday this week. I managed to be here um, for the 5.30, like the ABC, you know, evening news or whatever. And it was the exact same shit for both days. The same order, almost. Because nothing happened in those two days. But it was just, like, equally as intense and, like, new words. You know, I already knew everything that they were going to talk about. Like, it was literally the same episode twice. But it was... Word today on Capitol Hill is Donald Trump says that he blah, 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 blah. And, you know, wildfires in California consume 5,500 acres and, you know, pot this and, and LGBT rally this. And it's, you know, it's every day, man. Fuck. <laughs> Trump, I mean, that's the same shit every day anyway. I don't get it. I don't... It hasn't affected me. Is that weird to say? It hasn't changed my fucking day-to-day life one time since it's happened. But since he got elected? Yeah. Not that I can think of. You know what I mean? Like, And that's it's shitty to say, I guess. But, I mean, like, I haven't missed a paycheck. I didn't get any extra money. I'm just doing me. I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, nothing has happened to me. Maybe that's shitty. Maybe that's my white privilege. I don't fucking know. But I'm just saying, like, I haven't noticed anything. Except a bunch of people getting pissed off and a bunch of people getting shot. And people getting really mouthy and talking crazy shit. (laughs) People losing their damn minds. I don't... You seeing the same thing I'm seeing? Man. It's getting weird. Like, people are just really saying what the fuck ever they want and with expecting with no repercussions. Like, nothing. Like, you didn't know? You didn't think that fucking letting that little shit slip out your mouth was going to get you a concussion? Come on now. <laughs> you want to be grandstanding on the news because you got your head caved in for asking somebody why they're acting so ghetto? Well, who that happened to? I was watching something from one of the last couple. It was my episode with Tony, like the last two or three ago. 
We're talking oh, yeah, to yeah. some lady in the theater that got assaulted because she told some black woman to stop acting so ghetto. <sighs> some lady who was just a little pudgy, not a little pudgy. She was she was a big big woman. She was just in the theater and she said little people were freaking out. And she was like, "Stop acting so ghetto!" And then the bitch just started beating the fuck out of her. <laughs> you gotta watch your fucking mouth, man. And that's another thing too. I mean. I know some ghetto ass white people. I've I've lived with some ghetto ass white people. I'm kind of a ghetto ass white dude. <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. My wife, she's like, you know, we we don't have to live like this. <laughs> Just weird shit that I do sometimes. She's like, that's ridiculous. I was thinking about one the other day. I know you saw one of them tweets that I sent that said something about blow your nose and toilet paper before you wipe your ass to save money. <laughs> I feel like that's something I actually did as a kid. Don't don't, don't do that. What? Right. Yeah, no. You get the toilet paper. You make your little wad, and you fucking blow your nose in it, and then you fold it in half. You know what I'm saying? And then you wipe your ass so that you're not like wasting any extra toilet paper. You just do anything. That's nasty as fuck, dude. Why would you even think of something like that? How did you even think of something like that? <laughs> I was just taking a shit one day, and then I fucking blew my nose, and then I still had to wipe, so I fucking just folded it up, and yeah. You gotta fold it up, though, so you don't even get snot on your ass. You could just not blow your m- nose in the tissue before you wipe, then you won't get any snot in your ass that way, either. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you don't have a whole lot of toilet paper... Like you just you out, you know. You're not gonna use your socks, so you fucking just gotta conserve that shit. You ever wipe your ass with a toilet paper roller with a piece of cardboard? No, it's not comfortable. It's more like a spatula, like a putty knife. Sometimes you gotta get it wet though. Yeah, it's, don't do that. I ain't got to tell you, you've probably taken some pretty monstrous dumps. You shit in the middle of the fucking desert. <laughs> like, that can't be easy or fun. I mean, I made it, I made it, I made it convenient. Nah, you fucking clean your asshole with canteen water. I have fucking wipes. <laughs> wipes. You just splish splash in your asshole. God damn, it's hot out here. I had it made, you know, the first time I, I deployed, man. I, I had uh, three 55-gallon uh, barrels on the back of my truck, and I kind of put them like in um, a triangle shape. And then, you know, I had one barrel, then I had the two barrels flanking it, you know, in a V-shape. And then um, a, two MRE boxes, and I sit on the top of that, and I would put, take my poncho, and I would stick in between the MRE boxes, kind of like a sandwich. Yeah. And I would, and I would uh, sit on an ammo crate that I put a styrofoam insulation around the top. And I would drop a trash bag on the inside of the ammo crate. And I would sit on the ammo crate. And I would throw the poncho over the top of my head and have my own little porta john. And that's how I would take shit. And then when I was done, I wipe my ass with baby wipes and everything. And then I would tie the bag off and I throw it over the side of the truck and I just drive off. Did y'all have to burn your shit that was had like little baggies and you have a shit fire at some point? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, we we had makeshift porta johns or whatever, so they just saw a fifty-five gallon barrel, you know, not completely in half because that still be kind of tall. Yeah. But, um, Put like boards across it in a toilet seat. Yes, sir. Yeah. And they made Same they made thing. wooden stalls and everything, yeah. and then every so often they had to burn the shit. <laughs> See, we had when we moved out to the woods, we had a shed. And had a lean to, and really all a lean to is is half of a building. You just build two legs and a roof, roof, a roof. <laughs> and so we made like a stall with plywood, and then like I don't know, like a little floor, two by four floor, kind of laid out with some plywood. And it had a five gallon bucket with a with a toilet seat on top of it, and that was just that was where you shit for a while. And a couple times it wasn't half bad, you know. In the afternoon when it's like 65, 70 degrees outside, a nice breeze. You can go out there and take a dump. You know, the sun's going down. It's peaceful. The problem is when it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and you got them raging taco shits. And you got to go to fucking take a dump and it's pitch black outside. What with all the critters running around. It just really made for a terrible experience. I remember I took a shit with my back up against a tree. That was probably about it. That's probably the best way. If I had, I've had some experience shitting outside. You fucking, you get a tree that's like falling over to where you can put your back or at least your lower back against it, and then you gotta put your thumb, like you gotta hold your pants out so you don't accidentally shit in your pants. That's not good. You ever shit in your own pants? I done, I done pinched some nuggets off in my trousers, but not like that though. <laughs> like you taking a shit outside and then you just accidentally shit in your own. It's kind of like pissing on your own shirt tail. You ever do that one? Like you fucking sitting there taking a piss and you know shirt tail flap gets in the way. <laughs> you fucking accidentally you just there's a peace stream and all of a sudden the peace stream just goes flat and you're like what the fuck and you're pissing on your shirt <laughs> oh shit it's disgusting it is so much happens you get old you just there's just more pee involved you gotta shake off real good or you'll piss in your pants you have a piss stain on your jeans that's not fun can't wear khakis I don't understand people that don't wear underwear. That's fucking disgusting. You just all day walking around dribbling little little drops of piss and fucking jizz all down your leg. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking terrible. Shame on you. And, and um, clothes act as a filter, you know, because it say you ain't got no drawers on and you fart. That fart is going to be intensified because it doesn't have your underwear to filter the particles. It's pretty much just like putting your asshole on somebody and farting. I smack shit out of you for coming to my house, commando, and fart. I'll fucking, I'll drop kick you out a window. <laughs> like a motherfucking Adele Wilkes Patriot missile off my fucking couch, and I'll kick you through my double pane window, and you just go flying out like a fucking, like an action movie. Don't come to my house with your fucking, with your no filtered fart. Have you ever farted in the shower? Yeah, it smells real bad. Yeah, because you ain't got no filters. It does smell real bad in a shower when you fart. And that's 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 a tricky game too, because I mean, I believe that clothes gives you that confidence to know that if you even uh, piss or shit on yourself, you're gonna have something to kind of like soak it up or block it or whatever. You fart in the shower, and you do that wrong, you're just gonna have turd on the floor. Yeah, well, then you just kick it into the drain and push it down. 
Oh, you got to mush it though, man. It ain't gonna just be like a squirt or nothing, like piss or something. Yeah, that's called waffle stomping, dog. You get down in there and you just mash the shit through the drain hole. Oh, like well, a- you give it a name. <laughs> I didn't give it a name. Somebody else did. In prison, oh, oh. it's a prison term. It's in prison when dudes who uh, don't want to go take a shit because you know, dude, you're the most vulnerable when you're shitting. As a grown man, that's either shitting or pissing. That's probably your top two. It's relieving yourself or that fucking two minutes after you bust a nut. That's when you're the most vulnerable as a man. So in prison, they said that there are people, like dudes, who get so worried about taking a shit that they're going to get beat up or just get mobbed on or whatever, that they just, they like they stand up, they shit on the floor, and then they just like take their big toe and mush the shit through the fucking drain hole. And it's called waffle stomping. You're welcome. You. 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 You never done some waffle stomping, Rob. You should try it out, man. Nope, nope, no stomping of the waffles. It's the best kind of waffles, the stomps kind, bro. I think I've stomped shit through a drain hole once or twice. I can't even lie. Sorry, buddy. Maybe I'm just more of a piece of shit than you. <laughs> I guess so. I can admit that. I used to throw shit at people when we would go take baths in the creek. Me and my cousins would be down there, and I would fucking I would shit in my hand a little underwater. And then I would pick it up and skip it across the fucking creek. Called it Dookie Ball. I fucking just lob little pieces of shit at my cousins. And man, come on, man. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I sure did. Shit got weird out in the woods. I know, man. You put your bare naked hand on some turd. <laughs> my own turd. It's like a little piece, like a little chunk of shit. You just poop in your what? hand a little. And then like a monkey, you just, but you skip it like a rock. Know what I'm saying? Like you get in water, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm saying, Rob. You're throwing shit at people. You never, you never throw your shit at somebody. Oh, oh you ain't lived. Surprise, being a battle-hardened fucking veteran, you ain't never had to throw doo-doo at somebody just to prove a point. No, well, I, I lied. I have thrown shit, but I haven't thrown it at people. Yeah, you know, just like I was telling you before, man. I, I shit in them, tra- them trash bags, and I tie it off, and I throw it off the side of the truck. Did you throw one of those at somebody? Well, kind of, but not really. See, this is what had happened. So uh, we over in the Iraqs and everything. 9-11 kicked off. We over there running through shit. So as we go through, we had uh, humanitarian um, rations and everything. So if we came across a group of, um, you know, the locals, you know, that been displaced or, you know, lost their homes and shit because we fucking everything up. You know, we give them humanitarian rats or whatever. It's just damn uh, it's uh, MRE for them because, you know, they got their own certain ter- certain dietary needs and everything out there. You know, a lot of people don't eat beef and pork and all the other bullshit. So it's MREs tailored to, the- to them. Okay. So, yeah, just you're helping out. So... What had happened? <laughs> we put all those meals in black trash bags. Yeah, I take shits in black trash bags. So the locals, the ones that we giving out the food to, they associate the black trash bags as being food. Nah, bro. So here I am 
not not thinking nothing of it. I mean, it's just my back, my my swag bag. This is just what I take a shit in. <laughs> and, you know, we had a rest stop. I pull over, set my little portable portal john up, take a shit, tie my bag off. We're getting ready to ride off into the um, desert. Throw my bag over the side, and just so happened to be one of the locals walking through. And um, as I'm pulling off, I see him. Oh, thank you, Mister. Thank you, Mister. And then he reaches hand into the trash bag, handful of poop. <laughs> then so, what did he say? <laughs> I was in the truck driving away. Then I don't uh, give a fuck what he said. Hey, fuck you! Fuck you! The ah. <laughs> hands. But and then I said I even told the story before. Karma came back to me on that one because damn, I was in the truck taking the shit again. And um, whenever they do uh, three long horn blasts, that means we about to mount up and ride the fuck out. Oh, so I, I'm in the midst of taking the shit and I hear the horns go off. So I'm hurrying up trying to pinch it off, you know, wipe myself as best as I can and uh, toss the bag over the side. Um, I was rushing and Hustling about, I had suspenders on my, uh, my my um my gear that I had, and my suspenders fell down in a dookie bag. Oh. So I didn't know that they fell in the dookie bag, so I uh, you know I tie the bag off, throw it over the side, and then I'm trying to get dressed as I get in the vehicle, and I reach back to pull my suspenders over to strap them back up. Ah, dookie hand. <laughs> oh, got the shit hand. Yeah. Then I slip and kind of fell in between the truck, and I used the shit hand to brace myself, and now I got shit hand prints all over my truck. So, yeah, it was bad. Man, I've taken the shit on the ground a couple times, and then somebody step in it. Stepping in people shit is pretty gross. Like, stepping in dog shit is pretty bad. Stepping in people shit is pretty nasty, too. Getting it on your shoe. It's probably like stepping in bum shit. You're just walking by and then just a random turd. I'd be so mad. So mad. It's doo-doo, baby. It's not okay. It's poo on your shoe. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. You f- motherfucker. Man. Poo nasty. <coughs> Poo's pretty gross. People seem to like feet, though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people seem to like feet, Matt. <laughs> it's so weird that fucking thing I sent. I think it's gonna be my album cover for this next one. But the pussyfoot, the pussyfoot. <laughs> I was gonna say if that didn't have a name, I got one. <laughs> yeah, we ain't pussyfooting around this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pussyfoot. It's a sawed-off ankle with a pussy on top. Yeah, I mean, I get what he was saying, man. He like feet, but I mean, yeah, that's not like how you do that. <laughs> I don't really get down to feet. Now, to be honest with you, my wife's got some big old feet. My wife's a big chick. You know what I mean? Not like big fat. She's just, she's tall. It's like she's a big chick. And so, you know, she's got kind of jacked up feet. I've got like 13 wide shoe size feet. So they're just big old stompers. So there's nothing pretty about the feet in this house. <laughs> so it's not like a thing. 
I get that people like it, but my thing is, is it's only a foot and like up to the shin. Would you say the shin? Like maybe mid shin? That's where, and but, then it's flat. That's where the pussy's at. It's up on top. Yeah, uh, it's. I wouldn't even say the shin. It's like it's definitely right not ankle. It's probably at least six. It's right above the ball of the foot. It's it's got to be at least dick length because that's fucking that's where the pussy hole's at. So the canister that the dick goes inside of is like however much leg is connected to the foot, right? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, some people don't don't dive bomb it all the way. They probably just work it, working the head and neck. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I feel like you would have to have at least a foot of like. But then, but then, but then, since it's you know it's a foot you know it kind of is long on the bottom so it probably you probably angle it in there you probably hook it in there you know you think <laughs> you think maybe you turn the foot to the left like a boot and then like you get that left crook you know, yeah it's, to where it's the, like yeah the dick go down into the the foot into the toe area and shit so you can put your dick in the big toe das boot das boot das boot I said the thing is I'm not into feet and I think the people that are into feet usually I would think like to suck on them and lick on them like that's got to be part of it and I said that's just the the pussy hole and the feet of that part are just too close together and I would never lick something that's that close to something that I fucking jizz in that's disgusting <laughs> it's not okay bro pussy foot yeah pussy footing around the, the issue man so weird <laughs> I wonder like if it just has like a cap that goes over the top like a piece of pant leg or something so you'd be like nah it's just this demo thing it's just like a it's a shoehorn you know it's a prosthetic leg <laughs> no it's totally something to fuck you just gotta take this lid off see <laughs> I mean I put, I put these in my shoes at night to keep them from uh, buckling in <laughs> do you think that that was made by like some dude who has a stump leg and that maybe that is a prosthetic it's like the f the foot fitting of one of his legs is a lady foot like the one that he keeps in a boot all the time and then like whenever he just wants to fuck something he just takes his fake leg off and just fucking fucks his fake foot leg I don't know that seems a bit much <laughs> Not to me. I think if I had lost a foot to diabetes or some kind of a wicked bicycling accident or crocodile or something, and they were like, here's this fake foot, and they were like, by the way, if you want, we can give you one that you can fuck, but it's going to be a lady foot. Is that cool? I'd probably be like, well... <laughs> <laughs> Does it cost extra? <laughs> How much is that? Call me crazy. I don't think I'd be one of those people that would suck their own dick, though. You know, that's where a conversation always ends up going with dudes. It's like, well, if you could suck your own dick, would you? I don't think I would. That'd be a little too much. A little too much. <laughs> I like... And I think it's more even because of the Joe Rogan theory. Like, he had a joke about that. And he said, 
I've never can't. He said I would never fucking try to jizz on my own face because what if I I enjoy that and then that's like my thing now. <laughs> he said try explaining to your girlfriend. <laughs> Since she walks in on you like upside down with like your back against your bed trying to fucking jizz on your own face, she's like, oh my god. And you're like, no, it's just this thing. I'm sorry, I fucking. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a little too much effort as well. I mean, yeah, jizz just, just be like not hard. <laughs> well, hard in the sense that you have to do that to make it come out. Yeah, but hard in the sense of the actual act. Maybe it is a little complicated. I don't know. I fucking it these days. It's just kind of the thing to do when you get bored. You're just like whatever, handle that right quick. I think people have gotten pretty open about the fact that you know it's like poison in your veins, <laughs> and you got to get that shit out of there. Otherwise, it'll kill you. Literally, it will destroy your prostate if you don't fucking at least release that pressure. You'll get all crazy and fucking old, and then you'll just die of like ball taint cancer ball taint cancer that doesn't sound fun at all does it what does that I was going to give Ray shit about it tonight he was talking about having to get a prostate exam and being, I'd be like Nick you better get your ass in there and get that finger in your booty at least once make sure you're good <laughs> just tell me get it out of there right quick <laughs> that last episode was hilarious yeah you damn get it done once it's just like alright it's over with now so you know what to expect if you have to go again the second time see I heard a thing the other day that said until you get like way up in there and unless like you have problems they said you can usually feel your prostate when it's getting all weird or wonky you can just tell and it said the same thing with chicks and they mammograms on their titties it said you know it's a real strenuous process and you might not have to go every single year you might want to go every five years you know just to get it checked out but you'll know when something's not right if you feel a lump or something or you know in the other case it's like if you're fucking your shit's all swole up and you can't pee <laughs> then you gotta go to the doctor and be like yo my shit's all swole up and I can't pee Part of my um, disability claim, lady had to check my prostate or whatever. Um, I told my wife about it, and then we was uh, riding around one day, and we passed uh, the little the clinic where I got my test done or whatever. You know, I just like nonchalantly and shit. Oh yeah, that's the place where I got my butthole fingered at. <laughs> got my butt fingered right there, and she was like, "That's cool, man." <laughs> No, she was just like how she always says, she's like, you stupid. <laughs> this nasty. I got it when I got shot. They just gave me the finger. It was weird. I, you know, I had other shit on my mind at the time, so I wasn't worried about it. But yeah, that wasn't a pleasant experience. I was just like, all right then, cool. While I'm here, <laughs> I wonder. The middle. <laughs> I wonder how many times, like, like, <laughs> I think Danielle was saying, you know, they don't want to be there any more than you want them. That, you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to get in and get out, so don't fucking be a pussy about it. 
And then I think they were talking about how they got to be really careful, though, because, like, you can fucking, you can milk a prostate and get in there too long, and then you fuck around and get a boner, and then it gets weird, or you might fucking shoot off, and then I wonder how many times, like, they've accidentally popped folks, (laughs) like, oh, then made them have just that weird afternoon, like, now they got to go home and think about that, like... (laughs) It's kind of what happens. It's machinery. You know what I'm saying? Just like in your car, when you pull the e-brake, when you go around a curb, you're going to slide a little bit. Like, there's just certain things that happen with your body. And <laughs> you're the doctor, and he gets in there and just fucking punches your shit the right way. You've been walking around for three weeks. Ain't let the pressure off. <laughs> and then he goes in there, and then you fucking blow one off in your shorts. And you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like road trip. <laughs> Was that road trip? The first, the one I remember was Sean William Scott Stifler or whatever. Uh, I th- yeah, I forget he was in Road Trip. I'm thinking about American Pie and shit. He was in, you know, it was Road Trip, and uh, they went to a sperm bank, and he was like, "I need a little help," and she was like, "You need some help," and then she crammed a finger in his ass, and he was like, "Stop, keep doing it." Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, he's all his hair was all fucked up after the fact. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and then me, um, I think he started dating a pre-med student, <laughs> and she's like, "You want me to do what?" He's like, "Did I say two finger?" At three. <laughs> that was a funny fucking movie. I boinked her. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are those? Did you kill a cheetah? Nah, man. These are her underwear. She fucking gave them to me. <laughs> I would have hit that. I would have hit that, that. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. She was nice. Yeah. Was that the uh, when he uh, kicked the thing in the balls? He's like, ah, my robot balls. <laughs> that was Euro Trip. Euro Trip? That yeah. was another funny fucking movie. <laughs> They'd have the dance off. Error. Error. <laughs> he kicks him in the dick. Thought they was high and shit, Here's but it wasn't the weed. It was they didn't have weed in the food or whatever. That's where that uh, that saying came from with the gay porno. I saw gay porno once. <laughs> I was fucking, I was in a hot tub and watching the thing, and then the ladies they never came, man. <laughs> never came. <laughs> There's some good lines from that movie, the Green Fairy thing with the absinthe dude you made out with your sister yeah Scotty doesn't know whoa Scotty doesn't know don't tell Scotty Matt Damon was there and Harriet Spy was there with her titties and uh, I wasn't mad at that not one little bit cause she was grown Harriet the Spy she was pretty in that movie at least she Did was she- old with that what I said, yes, she was. Not bad. I'm trying to think, like, if there was anything else that was, like, just hilarious. Oh, man. Do you remember what happened? The dude. We're going to do, like, a review of the fucking movie. The dude uh, goes to the sex shop. Remember that? That scene? For, for, for what? Your trip? Mm-hmm. He goes to a sex club shop, and he asks for, like, some kind of treatment like the star treatment or whatever and it ends up being like a domination session oh yeah 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 and they come out with like the dildo bazooka with like the three it's got like a laser pointer on it (laughs) yeah 
He was like, I'm here for the flugen, shigen. No, that was the safe word. She was like, all right, we have a safe word. He was like, okay. And he stuffed it in his pocket because <laughs> they were all dressed in like lingerie. And then she clapped her hands and then whips and chains and shit came out. And he was like, ah. <laughs> he tried to say the safe word. And then she was like, what is yeah, it? Like a long ass flugen, schlugen, flagen, shagger. And she was like, Did you say schlagen, flagen, flugen? And he was like, Yes, I said that. And she was like, Very well then. Schlugen, flagen, shigen, flagen. And it was the fucking rocket launcher with the dicks on it. <laughs> no. Man, they started being so many more dicks in movies after like 2000. I remember me, myself, and Irene was probably the one that made me laugh the hardest when she pulled that dildo out at the end. Or even when he pulled it out in the middle of the movie. He is stuck yeah. that shit in the trunk. <laughs> I saw your fucking, your plan. I was just gonna lube it up and ease it in there. You know, like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, when he um woke up out of his uh trance or whatever, so mad, laid out in the bed and shit. He's like, and I use this on you. He's like, use that on me. And he was in the sink, <laughs> dabbing his Black ass with water, water and shit, just freshening up. <laughs> just dicks out, man. They got carried away. There wasn't a lot of dicks on old TV. I remember one of the like the worst like dick shot movie scenes that I ever saw was uh, Sleepaway Camp. Did you ever see that movie? It was all how Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, the first Sleepaway Camp. That was the spoiler alert. If you watch Sleepaway Camp Part One, there's a dick scene at the end, and for a teenager, the the dude had a hammer on him too, so it was just real offensive and real scary. Had a bush around it too. Big bush. Big old, like, Afro Ninja Bush. George Big Bush. Old George W. Bush. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, and then she makes that face, like, ah, and then freeze frame. That's the end of the movie, dog. Bam. You know, you know they made more of those, right? I don't even care. That one, <laughs> it ruined it for me, man. I don't even care anymore. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I think they they made a sequel with the actual kid, like current day. I mean, it, like it didn't come out recently, but when I seen it, it was current. So it was the the guy in the original movie currently. <laughs> it's weird. Do you say that you um, you have the Friday the 13th game? Yes, I do. Do you enjoy playing that game? It's fun with friends. It seems like it would be. I'm a big fan, and uh, I don't have an Xbox One, so I just I get to watch videos of other people killing people, and uh, it seems like so much fun. A Every Friday the 13th, that would come up... Um, we had this little tradition of where um, we would play the Friday the Thirteenth drinking game every Friday the Thirteenth. Is it a drinking and, uh, game? Yeah, it's a drinking game for every Friday the Thirteenth movie. Get the fuck out of here! Really? Yes. 
I'm gonna have to send you the link. I got it saved in my um, my iPad. Please do because they're like some of my favorite movies. I own them all. I so do I. Motherfucker. Hot damn. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's um that's the basic rules for every movie, and then like for every movie it has its own uh particular rules. Or whatever. So anytime one of those things are triggered, you have to take a drink. So we would um go to the store earlier in the day or the night before and we would stockpile on our favorite kind of alcohol to drink and we would just sit there and we try to get through as many Friday the 13th movies as we can and uh, do all the drinking games for every movie. Is there one that you think was better than the other? What movie or? <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> I, uh, I like the movies and I could probably make a list if I had to. Uh, is there a drinking game that's better? Like the one that you prefer? Because, I mean, fuck, that means that there's like 13 different versions of the goddamn game, no? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the rules is um, a set of base rules that apply to all the movies. Somebody and gets then, killed, somebody screams, yeah, somebody the, like... Anytime, anytime somebody says Jason. Okay. Uh, anytime there's a jump scare... Uh, anytime you see uh, titties, <laughs> that should be two drinks. Titties is two drinks. Two drinks. Anytime you hear the ch ch ch. Oh man, you did and, that uh, so well. And then you know, do did we already say when somebody get killed? I said like obviously that was going to be one. So that's four, that's four that's four base rules that apply to all the movies across the so, board. A death. A jump scene, uh, and a fucking anytime somebody says Jason. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's uh, maybe one or two more. Jesus. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's basic rules across every Friday the Thirteenth movie. Anytime and then, somebody trips. <laughs> uh, each individual movie has its own little thing. So like, uh. I, I, I can't remember them all, but like for just say Friday the Thirteenth, the first one, yeah, there were um, you know particular rules for that movie. You know, anytime you seen a red cow or something, I don't know. I'm just making shit up just for the thing of it. Yeah, and yeah. Well, take a drink. So it's just more like fun drinking stuff with that one. Yeah, it still sounds awesome. But, I dig it, man. But, they gave one of their movies to where they telling the tale of Jason when they're talking about him, where they say Jason three or four times or five times within that same conversation. So you like, Fuck. yeah, <laughs> you heard the tell about this story about this kid named Jason. Jason, Jason? who's Jason? Oh my yeah, exactly. god! You like fuck oh, up? Oh. <laughs> Please, you're killing me, bitch. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I love those movies. I uh, My little brother-in-law hadn't seen a few of them, so he asked to borrow them, and I actually spared him a couple. I was just like, yeah, here, just watch these. <laughs> I didn't give him Jason X or Jason Goes to Hell. Couldn't do it. I was like, this is, he could become a new fan, and I don't want to ruin him just yet. I need to let him experience it and then I'll let him find out for himself like Santa Claus you know just no nah, man enjoy this for now and then one day you'll understand that this this took a turn <laughs> but, but to me 
Jason Goes to Hell is like my favorite one. Listen, Jason Goes to Hell is a pretty good movie, but here's the big problem. Jason's in it for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time even really appreciating it because like I, I like Jason. That's the whole point. But he wasn't even in it at all in the very first one. He wasn't, and I don't really like the first one. My favorite is the fourth one. Which one is that? That's the the first of the Tommy Jarvis series. That's the one with Corey Feldman. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he kills him in the end with the. That's got like all the elements. It's got the the hockey mask. It's actually Jason in that one because there's a couple where the storylines get weird, and uh, it's this one guy. Oh, maybe it's this other guy. And then the one, it's like this dude who's fucking Jason and the first couple or the first one it's his mom so like you know there's a couple different adaptations throughout the series but uh I think number four is like my favorite one because that's when he's got all the, the attributes I like the one when it was all when the one when it was on the like this farm that was up in the barn or whatever had the um, the chick the biker gang or whatever that went out there I forget which one that is. Was it the one where the guy was riding a motorcycle around the building? He's pissed. Yeah, because I remember the girl got hung by a neck in the barn. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's a barn and a couple of them. That would probably be on the list. Like when something happens in the hayloft of a barn. Drink, <laughs> you know. There's one where I think, um, and it's an early one. It's like number three maybe Jason 3 it's a hayloft and he gets like pushed off and hung in that one he's wearing like a a green flannel shirt and some khaki colored pants the makeup's not that good on his face either like at the end he actually just looks like a dude with down syndrome kind of because you know they show his face in like all of them so at some point you get to see how gross it looks or whatever so in that particular one he just kind of your face <laughs> your face Clayton Bexby <laughs> so weird fucking they couldn't keep it any consistency you know like they just had to keep fucking with it and it got better and then it got worse so yeah Friday the 13th man the uh, Halloween movies I haven't seen all those I've seen, like, Halloween, both the first one with Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, the one... I've seen H2O for sure. I've My seen, wife loves those movies. Halloween H2O is pretty good. Is that the one with Busta Rhymes? That is the oh. one with Busta Rhymes. Or LL Cool J, I think. Is it? Who's in that one? It's LL Cool J, right? Yeah, LL is in that one. That's right. I've- Busta Rhymes is... uh. Halloween Resurrection. That's the one where they like have a seance. And Jamie Lee Curtis is in that one too. I think that was the last one she was in. She got killed off. Mm-hmm. And she showed up with like long gray hair and she was like, Michael! Like it's in the trailer. Finally got the ass. Yeah. That's what you get, bitch. Ah! Stabbed your- in the chest and uh, dropped off a building. Fuck your couch! <laughs> You thought you were going to get away, Jamie Lee Curtis, but you didn't get shit. I don't... 
I dressed up like Michael Myers for Halloween one time. It was a pretty good costume because I got a big fucking head. So I filled out that mask, you know. I could actually make expression with it. Like it was tight enough around like the mouth and the eyes that I could smile. And you could actually see the shit stretch across my face. It was so stupid. I'm not quite big enough to pull off some of those because the dude I work with, he can do like a Jason. He's big enough. He's like 6'3", probably about 280. He's not like fat, but he's not like shredded. He's just a big, like a big old menacing teddy bear dude, you know? He could at least dress up like Leatherface and put on like the fucking outfit with the pants and the fucking apron. Some of those dudes were just menacing, like just big bulky bastards. I think that was my favorite Jason was uh, the dude Kane Hodder that played him from like four to like eight. It's a big old scary looking guy. Uh, yeah. You seen him? You watched him do interviews and shit, Kane Hodder? I might, I may have, but I damn, I don't remember shit like that. He's crazy. I know he, he did the. Um, I think he was the one that did the motion capture for the video game. Had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that in one of the uh, like the info pain things where it was like it was him in the costume, like kicking and swinging. He's a yeah, big. they got good damn um, kill scenes in there, man. He kind of looks like Batista. Like if you imagine Batista at like fifty, with Rowdy Roddy Piper's neck, though he got a fucked up neck. But I think that helped with the the makeup, you know, because they would put dirt and. All that shit up in his neck muscles and his veins. They cut him out at the end. I think he got the big head, you know? Yeah. Sometimes that happens. And the problem is, is he didn't speak. That was where he yeah. got his ass. It's not like Freddy Krueger, where you had to have a personality. Like, Jason didn't say shit, so they just needed a big, menacing motherfucker to stand there and be like, <laughs> Yeah, Freddy got a damn song on a Will Smith album. <laughs> It's so weird. I You know, I like Freddy Krueger. It's okay. There's a couple of those. The first one's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's a classic horror movie. If you're going to go, like, Halloween time, Nightmare on Elm Street's pretty fucking good. Pretty righteous. Yeah, aim for that. I bet they have one, surely. I'm I'm pretty sure the dude is like anytime he says bitch, because he said bitch a lot. He says bitch him, at least in every movie, yeah. Him and Tushel. Bitch all the time. Biatch. Biatch. Shake that monkey. I bet she can't wiggle like that with a dick in her. Have a motor booty contest to pick a winner. When she shake, you never see the hoe coming last. So fast she got a four fifty four and a half. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you incited my OCD, my ACD, ACDC, MP3. Motherfucker. I think I just had a stroke. Yeah, you saw my dad on your, um. I think on your last episode, you were talking about you had a stroke. And I was like, oh shit, you had a stroke? <laughs> and I, oh, just like. You, you got scared. <laughs> I had a heart attack. No, that was real bad, man. I was having a bad morning um, last week, and then 
you know, amidst all that being kind of pissy and in a mood for having to do my shit the way I did it, I was just, he got out of the house and it scared me real bad, like real bad, you know, like I just felt like a real shithead for being so pissed off that I was kind of not paying attention for that moment. The second one, like, I don't think really was my fault. Like, I just, you know, I, I thought I locked the fucking door and I spaced and I didn't, so... That one was crazy. It's like a double whammy of like life right there. Just like, hey man, it's a shitty feeling, man. <laughs> like I said, I'm sure you've had a couple close calls. You got like 27, 29 kids, and I only got three. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I know I was damn um, playing the little oopsie daisy with the baby, and almost dropped his ass. <laughs> I caught him. I got, I got, it's like, I caught him in like, just the whiff of his hair scraped the ground. That was a close one. <laughs> we had one of those. Um, he was on the couch fucking around and just all of a sudden decided to throw his whole body backwards. You know, like he would have literally landed on his head and neck and like me and my wife tag teamed it and both grabbed like leg meat and feet kind of, you know, just like you said, this hair. <laughs> He's fallen off the bed a couple times. My bed's about three feet off the ground. That's no bueno. He learns quick, though. My buddy's kid ate shit off the steps. You ever have one of them do that? Like, just go for a step that's not fucking there? I've done that. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, but as a grown man, like you just gotta suck it up and know that you fucked up. You see a kid do it, like, there's something about... Like, as a grown person, you knew there was a step there, usually. You just forgot. You know what I mean? But, like, a kid, there's, like, an innocence there. To like, they legit weren't paying attention and really stepped thinking with all confidence that there was more, like, more <laughs> sidewalk or more porch or whatever the fuck there is there. And they just eat shit. It's not good. <laughs> Babies fall hard. Yeah, my wife get a chuckle out of those videos where kids get fucked up. <laughs> I got a few of them that I think are hilarious. There's one of this kid that gets scared that still makes me laugh. Like, this little boy, he's playing one of those uh, internet games where it's like you play Snake, you know, and then all of a sudden a picture of, like, Linda Blair from The Exorcist pops up. And, uh, I don't know, this kid's probably, like, four or five years old. And he's all concentrating because it's one of those ones that lets you fuck up about five or six times and get you real involved and then it you know jumps you and it scares him so bad he squeals like goes up two or three octaves and like takes the headphones and throws it off and then he's sitting there and you know when you get the wind knocked out of you and you're just sitting there going <laughs> basically he's doing that but he's trying to cry but he can't. <laughs> so he's just like... <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I just my wife one a, a little while ago. Is this a uh, little little kid? He was standing on the back of his um little power wheel joint. Yeah. Fucking up. Uh, yeah, like a little. It was a car. 
and he was just like, you know, bending his knees, you know, kind of going up and down on the back. And then he fucking, the car kind of slid back and he jumped forward and he fucking flipped over the front of the car and he did like a handstand stall and fell. <laughs> just did a scorpion, a little folded him up like a lawn chair. But one was uh, real crazy. It was, um, had this little boy and they had it on a bicycle. He was going real fast and he went off a ramp and you could tell it, it was in slow motion. He lost control of the bike in the air. Yeah. And he came down and the seat went up his ass. <laughs> My wife died when she seen that shit. I was sending <laughs> and text messages. There's one prank video that is really stupid, but it makes me laugh. It's these uh, really poor Brazilian kids. Right down in slums, I guess. They really enjoy playing soccer, man. That's kind of like their sport. Like our baseball or football. They like to kick the soccer ball around and run around, you know. Some of them are assholes about it because they're really good. And they kick fucking ball up and kick your foot and kick flip and whoosh ha Ah, motherfucking soldier. I'm a soccer player, right? <laughs> These assholes take a rock, like a concrete rock that's been chiseled out, like in the shape. Maybe they just take a bowling ball and peel all the fucking shit off. I don't know what they do, but they paint it like a soccer ball and just leave it in the yard. Oh, yeah, I see that. Just slow mo videos of these kids running up and basically like kicking the shit out of this soccer ball and then just like tripping over it <laughs> because it's a it's a lump of concrete. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, I seen you in that one where the he, the little kid he kind of like he did like a front flip when he kicked the damn thing. I don't even see how he did that shit. Dude, like, I kick tires for a living, so it's like, I know what it's like to catch your toe on the wrong day. You know, I wear steel-toed boots, and if you don't get your style down just right, or you don't plant your foot and, and place it just right, you'll kick the shit out of them steel toes and your boots, and it'll damn near break your feet. Like, it hurts. <laughs> so I know that deep down, I think what makes me laugh about it is just the absurdity of how bad that must fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> just running up because like I said they're kids so they have all confidence that that's a soccer ball that they're going to kick it and like it's going to go 30 yards you know and they just run up and wham <laughs> it's just flip over it and fall down then it's in slow motion and then Ooh, and they fall over I seen another good slow-mo one with the two little kids that was fighting and uh, one smaller kid slapped the older one in the face Yes, and they took off and then the video went in slow motion um, the bigger kid pushed the little one on the ground and you see wind up come way back and just <laughs> bare hand slap him across his back and everything's in slow motion so it, when, it, when it made impact it was like I think I've seen that video. That's actually, it's fucking hilarious. I love watching people get smacked. I've sent you that video of the bitch slap. Like, it's my favorite. That one of that, that drug dealer in that fucking breezeway of the apartment. 
He says, I ain't got your money today, man. He just stands up and slaps the shit out of him, and the sound is like a second delayed. So he like smacks the shit out of him, and then you hear this whoosh. <laughs> Hadouken! The dude just runs off, and he's like, oh shit, and he's holding his ear. Oh shit! <laughs> Yeah, there's another video that I really like too. Is um, it's like a compilation video. Is is in the vein of like how they was you know putting Randy Orton in all them videos and shit. Yeah, it was one that had like a ninja, <laughs> and damn people would be damn doing stupid shit, and the ninja will pop up and he would fucking like throw a kick or a punch or some shit, and they fucking fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Something about, like, physical violence is funny in any aspect. I think one of my favorite things... Remember the Super Bowl commercial from a while ago? It was the office linebacker. That dude that would run through the office and, like, tackle people through cubicles. That shit made me laugh so fucking hard. (laughs) Hey, Deborah, how you doing today, baby? This is not... A cup of the time, Greg! (laughs) He would, like, slap the dude's fucking lunch out of his hand. (laughs) You killed a Joe, you make some mo. So fucking funny. Uh, just slinging people through the air. <laughs> you do not get paid to make copies, David. <laughs> I remember the last one that they did. It was um when they had the the new guy come in, and then he damn um they. They were just going back and forth to each other. They hated each other. Then at the end, they came together, and they fucking was fucking people in that office up, dude. They, they had one scene to where they hit a guy in the air, and he did like a freaking sideways 360 and shit. Oh, one of the varsity blues spins, like the total spinner running where the guy gets hit, fills up in the yeah. air like a sparkler. Yeah, man, it turns out guys are getting brain damage pretty bad, huh? Oh, yeah, they're trying to protect them now. Do you think but football hey. will ever go away? Like, if they just keep banging their heads and just getting more and more fucked up? I think there's too much money involved. I know, but like... They, um, Try to find more ways to cut stuff out of it to make it safer. They uh, said... A hundred and nine out of a hundred and twelve had visible signs of CTE. That's fucking crazy. But it's not, considering that's what happens when you bang your head against things. Talking to you, Bill Goldberg. You didn't have to have CTE. You shouldn't have had so many lockers. You fucking asshole. <laughs> that, that was just weird. You get some sometimes he come out before the match hadn't even started. He had his forehead bleeding and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, he played football, so I mean, he was already a little fucking brain damaged when he got there. I really like Goldberg. I thought it was a good gimmick, and uh, I watched the Regal match the other day just to prove the point because I remember watching like an interview about it, and I was like. I was talking to somebody about Goldberg. Just somebody that watched it and wasn't a huge fan. Just remember, oh, that fucking Goldberg, he came in and he was whipping ass. And I was like, well, actually, <laughs> the reason was because he sucked. And, you know, this he was new and all this stuff. But, oh, no, he was just tearing. Th-. I said, all right, dude. 
here's the deal. And I had to, like, explain it to him. I'm like, no, he was a football player, and he was fucking new and had to learn how to wrestle. And Yeah. So, one day, fucking Regal wanted to have a real match because somebody dropped the ball and said, have a real match, when he was supposed to just get his ass kicked. And he didn't want to lose anyway, so he was like, well, fuck it. I don't care what you say, Steven Regal. <laughs> you know you smacked him around a little much. But in the same token, he didn't know how to wrestle. So, yeah, it was just a shitty match. I damn, um... I think his best match in those early years in the beginning was um, him and Diamond Dallas Page. Him and DDP put on a good fucking show. I actually watched that, I think, the night it happened. Page was old when he started wrestling. God damn. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he started um, wrestling at 35. 35 fucking years old. And he was in there just fucking getting shit done. Putting in work. And in five years, he won him a fucking title. Not a lot of people get to do that. That's crazy. One of my favorite wrestlers. I fucking love DDP. I love that every uh, thing in WWE, they took his music out because it was such a ripoff of Nirvana. <laughs> they had to pull it, and now they just added his DD music to everything. You can't even find it on the network. Because they don't <laughs> want to get fucking sued. <laughs> High five. It's not the same. You know the part in the song it goes doo doo. Well in DDP's it goes doo doo. <laughs> Just like Ice Ice Baby. It's cool, bro. Ding, ding. <laughs> so stupid. Now I see mine is din 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 ting. Din 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 din. It's not the same song. Fuck you. No, uh, Jericho's music was that too, and they did that. That's pretty funny. I remember the first <coughs> the first time I heard it, I was like, "What the hell? That's not his music." It's supposed to sound like Pearl Jam. It doesn't. WCW, he comes running through this shit. Break the wall down. It's like that's not his WCW music. You fuck. WCW was crazy back in the day. There's a lot yeah. of shit that happened over there. Rey Mysterio wrestled without a mask for a while. Who and two Guerrero with the Hoovy driver. He had his mask taken off. Yeah, all those guys that was there, they all, they all had their mask off. All of them took their mask off. I think the only one that didn't was the Parker. The psychosis. Yep, he, he did too. Did he really? Yep, all of them he did. Sure did. Ultimo Dragon never took his off. Except, all right. Him... And La Parker. La Parker with his stupid chair. I like La Parker. He was the chairman of the he was the chairman of WCW. You ever do the dance? I bet you do the dance. I do the dance. Under dance. You do the Jeff Jarrett wiggle. You come out playing the guitar. You put it down. One, two, fingers, fingers, knees together, and then you spin around. Bam. I love it. He was a fat fucking luchador, huh? Yeah, he was. He's like a Viano. He's a Viano sausage. <laughs> you remember you heard uh, DDP talk about the night he dressed up like him and he fucking did the diamond cutter on whoever the fuck it was? Yep, I remember that shit. Was it I forgot Hogan? Who it was on. 
It was Hogan. I'm almost positive. It was like Hollywood Hogan right after he lost the belt, I think, to Sting or some shit. Starcade 98 or whenever the fuck that happened. 99. That was the big one, like the turning point when shit was good. That was the Monday Night Wars. When you would have to record that shit on a VCR or you just had to switch back and forth a lot. Man. I did that. I think everybody did. That was the point. They tried to make it to where you didn't want to switch. And Nitro started an hour before. So you always would start with WCW. And then work your way into Raw and then back and forth. What's I, record- I don't fucking know. Your buddy would watch it. One of them and then you watch the other. And then you would sit down and wrap it out the next day. Maybe watch the, the game film, if you will. <sighs> this shit was nuts. Macho man. That fucking dude, uh, Dan Soder, does the best Macho Man impression I've ever heard. It's so fucking good. It almost put, gives me goosebumps. Like, you shouldn't be that good at fucking doing an impression of somebody. I love a good impression. Like, somebody who can nail them. Will Sasso's really good. If you've heard his fucking... Uh, he did Jesse Ventura on a recent episode of something. Have you ever heard him do his Jesse Ventura? It's fucking spot on. It sounds exactly like Jesse Ventura. I've heard him on a couple shows. So I'm saying, like, it's perfect. <laughs> it's stupid. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> like, it's fucking so stupid. Well, I don't know. <laughs> and he just goes off into it. And uh, it's, it's good. But yeah, Soder's Macho Man's crazy. It's, yeah! <laughs> That's a hard impression to do. Gene. I played that shit, didn't you? I sent it to you, his fucking, his Macho Man impression. Have you heard that before? Dude, the guy who said it happened. Yeah. I didn't know he was, what was his name? Was something Savage. Ron Savage. Ronald Ronald Savage. Randy Savage. And and, uh, he's very believable when you watch him. I mean. Oh, you better watch out. I'm going to molest you. (laughs) Africa Bambada. You look like a Zulu nation touching my wiener when I'm a little boy. Yeah. (laughs) Really got into it. Started thrusting into his hand. Yeah. Came all over the place, yeah. Zulu Nation, you were there, you were watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, his meat cooked is delicious. Damn By the way, savage. him, Macho Man Randy Savage, eating a steak, describing a rape. Is maybe the <laughs> yeah, it's man on boy. Yeah. <laughs> Very disturbing. Oh, I love my steak cooked medium rare. I have nothing I like more than having a nice piece of co- cooked meat. Talking about man boy love. Yeah, it's the most purest of love. I'm talking about a very Spartan sexual relationship. Yeah, an older man caring for a younger boy. Very big in Greek mythology. Yeah, they would fuck him so he'd be comfortable going to war. Called it the sacred battalion. Yeah, they would form a phalanx. Yeah, the little boys in the front and the men in the back. Yeah, fight a little harder. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Yeah, how's that steak? Fucking good. Feel like a detective. So, yeah, I did hear that. (laughs) That's that's fucking freaky, man. It's it's too good. Like you shouldn't be that good at doing somebody's fucking voice. He came all over the place. 
yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, and you know, he just practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced until he got it. Well, <coughs> I, think, I think we got a show, buddy. All right. We got it without Ray. Motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Shit. I brought you a bonfire. <laughs> it's going to get kind of cold, and you know, we're fucking sitting around, we're burning, burning wood, making fucking s'mores. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We we'll fucking we we'll roast some corn, corn on the cob, and put it in some fucking foil. Well, he's not cooking steak on fire. I was getting in his ass about that. Shame on you, you fucking Yankee bastard piece of shit. Did I ever hear about you fucking putting a steak in a skillet? I'll come to your house and shit in your mailbox. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. You should have cooked fucking meat on your fire pit tonight on a stick. You just jab a goddamn stick into a steak and then hold it over the fire and let it burn the hair on your fucking hands like a man. Motherfucker. <laughs> you bite it off the stick. Skillet steak. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, I'm gonna holler at you. You fucking have a good weekend. For sure, for sure. Handle this shit. Hopefully I get it up by next week. We'll see what happens. I did. That's what I was saying earlier. I actually salvaged some of that other episode as much as I could. It's it's not a lot of you. It's mostly Foxy, but I didn't want to uh, just ditch her whole fucking thing. So I'm going to put that up as like a bits and pieces. Uh, it's like three different little segments that are like 20 minutes. And then that one, that whole conversation was probably, I got like 30 minutes of it. So, I don't know. Dead. It went okay. Just had to cut out some parts. Like, my volume got really weird on some shit. And uh, I think I got it good. It'll be like an all-week episode. Got a vacation coming up. I think I'm going to do some podcasting during that week. Maybe I'll put it out then. Yeah. Bonus content. Bonus content. <laughs> anyway, it's been good hanging, dude. Maybe next week we'll get Ray. That'd be fun. I just kind of shoved myself into that, but he got me excited, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! I'll do that shit." So we'll be all fresh. Yay! <laughs> all right. So that's that, and that's the way it was. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's the way... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I miss Funny Jim Carrey. It's been so long. And he was acting crazy at that last red carpet, whatever the fuck it was. I mean, he wasn't acting too crazy. That bitch walked up and asked him some stupid questions. So... He went a little oddball on her. Somebody said it's kind of like, remember a while ago when Joaquin Phoenix did that shit and he acted all weird for like a year and a half and everybody thought he was going nuts and then turns out it was for a movie. I never even saw the movie. I really didn't care. Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny Cash in my brain. That's all. That's all I can see him as anymore. I like that movie. Hmm. So, me and B-Rob talking shit for a while. 
It turned out good. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And uh, had a good time. I love B Rob. He's just a real ass dude. He's a bad motherfucker wrapped up in a funny motherfucker. And hopefully we're all going to hook up tonight. And we'll be able to swap cast. And you'll hear all of us sit around and talk dumb shit. We're going to probably discuss some of the shit talk on this episode. What with all the, the voices. Huh? Using my New York voice? It's not very good. It's really a Bill Burr. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not I'm not great at voices. Some of them I can do kind of good, but some of them get on people's nerves. Like my wife used to hate. Everybody has an Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I had an Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I would walk around the house and talk like this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to be here. She fucking hated it. My uncle loved it. He was uh he was a really good dude. He was a Navy SEAL. It was crazy. I miss him sometimes. It's one of the only times of the year I got to hung out with him. His name was Curtis. It's the cousin that shot me's dad. And uh he was a hard motherfucker. I couldn't imagine what it would have been like to live with him, you know? Because I know my grandma was crazy, and I'm sure he was just the the male version. He's a truck driver. I think he worked for the U.S. Marshal Service for maybe a year or two. Got some of that right after he got out the service. He'd been shot a couple times. Just highly decorated. He was a, a real fucking a patriot, and he cared about people, and he was a sweetheart. And... Uh, I was thinking about him the other day. He was born on my birthday. We actually share the birthday. So, you know. I wish I would have had more time with him as an adult. I think it would have been a lot of fun. As a kid, I only got to see him a couple times a year. And, uh, man. Sometimes it's the good people in your life you miss most. You know, all you can remember is the bad people. But the people you really long to, to see and hear from are the the good ones so that reminds me i uh i caught on to a new show this week and i'm this isn't really a shout out it's it is what it is i'm gonna try to hook up with the dude sometime in the future but mr joe moffitt if you happen to hear this i appreciate the things that you say i may not agree with everything but you have a very spirited way of speaking and if you don't mind me saying so, I think you're a, you're a pretty intelligent dude, and uh, I can't wait to see kind of where your your career goes. I think uh, some big things in the future for you, brother. And uh, if y'all want to go check his show out, it's the Joe Moffat Show. You can find it on Twitter. Uh, I think he's on SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah, go get that shit. Anyway. It's Saturday. You motherfuckers know the deal. Have a good weekend. Get some sunshine on your motherfucking face. And try to enjoy yourself. I don't even know. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) You know? Don't listen to me. Fuck it. I don't know. This is the weird part. Sitting here talking. So I guess I'll leave you with, with... the most spirited thing that I heard this week, which was from Mr. Joe Moffat. As a person, every day, you should try to do a little better. Do better. 
Hashtag do better. The world needs to do better. All you motherfuckers, do better. Give a little bit of that, a little bit of this, let them know, yeah. Shoggy. Original lover, lover. Yeah. Catch a groove, girl. Catch a groove. That's right. Get that corny line Now let me hit you off Now with this question sign You seem to be the talk For me to wind and dine A little candlelight Dinner toasted over some wine Well I will hit you off Now with this lyrical rhyme Mr. Lover keep you rocking Mr. Lover keep you rocking Mr. Lover keep you rocking and swing Mr. Lover keep you rocking Mr. Lover keep you rocking Mr. Lover keep you rocking and swing Singer Caravan of love, so I can love you down and give you hot oil rubs. Deliver wet kisses with embrace and tug, and I just see silky body on my Persian rug. While we be sipping coca from the same old mug, and reading fortune cookie from the Chinese grub. A little some green grass, I quit some cool rubber dub. And later on, we reminisce in the hot tub. I miss the love, I keep it rocking, miss the love, I keep it rocking, miss the love, I keep it rocking and swing. I miss the love, I keep it rocking, miss the love, I keep it rocking, miss the love, I keep it rocking and swing. Singer. Exercise you to sleep. 